Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, back at our usual bat time and usual bat channel and our usual bat day. So thank you guys for joining us. We are live on YouTube right now. And of course, you can listen to this and all the previous editions of the Cantina Mekis podcast. You can download them at the podcast center on iTunes or on Google Play. My name is John Jagu. Always a pleasure to have you uh, with us this evening on every evening here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. I'm coming to you live from the banks of Lake Travis in Lakeway, Texas. It is officially summer, finally in Texas, so we have uh, the next three months of 95-degree uh, heat to look forward to, and and hopefully uh, by the end of the summer we'll be very tan and very swimmed out, so it should be a good summer for us here in Austin. It's going to be a good summer for fans of Mexico watching uh, just a, a smorgasbord of, of, uh, of soccer because we'll have the uh, – the Confed Cup and it goes right into the Gold Cup and that goes right into the season starting. So we're gonna our our, our soccer will be uninterrupted as far as uh, giving us a well for us particularly on the show giving us content to talk about. So um, good for us. But we have a, a full plate. Uh, a, 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 we had to actually expand our table this evening. We have so many guests here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. We have we have a <clears throat> a full slate of folks that to talk soccer with y'all tonight. Uh, start with the introductions over in uh, Kyle, Texas. Just uh, just southeast of here, of course, I'm talking about uh, our technical director, Albert El Chiquiscampa. Albert, who has just gotten back from Mexico. You were down in Querétaro, and you also went to Mexico City, although you didn't get a chance to go to Bellinghausen, but we'll talk to you about that here in a second. How are you, Albert? Hey, doing good, man. Good to be, good to be back, good to be on the show once again. Now, you, Albert, uh, had tried to get press passes for the game, but uh, you were... Not even not not only were you unsuccessful, they didn't even respond to your emails. So you were like just a uh, nothing. It was uh, it was must have been pretty. Uh, Apparently, you can apply to uh, through the Mexican Federation or you. Right. And I applied through the Mexican Federation, thinking because it's in Azteca, that's the way it's done. Uh, and uh, apparently, they said that we needed to apply through the U.S. Soccer Federation. Next time, I'll do both, just in case. But uh, it was all good. Yeah. Well, did you did you so you did not attend the game? You decided to watch the game from the cozy confines of the lovely yeah. country estate that you were visiting in in Querétaro. Uh, actually, at Tizapan, so I was still in the Estado de Mexico. But yeah, that's where we were watching it. I was with family anyway, so I was yeah. doing all kinds of other stuff and didn't feel the need to try to scalp some tickets. Yeah, because you would have paid it to the nose. You would have you would have almost paid almost ninety dollars for those tickets. So, you know, oh, yep. well, uh, we will uh, uh, discuss that uh, with you and amongst uh, everyone else here on the show uh, as we progress. But uh, keep up with the introductions over in Escondido, California. We have with us Daniel Preciado. Daniel, how are you, sir? Doing good, John. Evening, everyone. Glad to have you on, Daniel. Now, Daniel, uh, the Mexico and the U.S. Uh, tied 1-1 before Mexico beat Honduras 3-0. They got four points. Uh, just uh, your 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 quick thought was that was was that enough, or were you expecting more? Were you? I was expecting more, but uh, acceptable. It was acceptable. You'll take it. Yeah, you'll take it. Yeah. Right. The, the 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 big test is uh, this Sunday. Indeed, they're going up against uh, going up against the big guy, which uh, we'll uh, talk about here a little bit later as well. And of course, uh, it's still in California. 
over in South Los Angeles. We have with us uh, Joel Aceves. Joel, good evening to you, sir. Kibole, John. Joel. Nothing much going on right now. Waiting for Sunday. Yeah. Are you waiting in, in anticipation of something good happening or something bad happening or just waiting for Sunday? Just, just curious how the team will look. Okay. Well, we're always uh, glad to have you on, Joel. Thank you very much for joining us, as you do uh, every Thursday night. Uh, now, Joel and uh, our next guest, uh, Rigo Ayala, who's in Orlando, will probably get into a, a good Chiva contra Chiva a little bit later. But Rigo was actually at the Estadio Azteca. Uh, were you there for both games, Rigo, or just for the U.S. game? Just for the U.S. game. Just for the U.S. game. I mm-hmm. actually... Uh, I, I had the opportunity to get a, a, a press pass and I passed on it because um, I was going with some friends from New York and I just, I was like, I, I, a fan. yeah, I invited them. So I was like, I'm not going to leave them and go be on the field. Um, so I just enjoyed it as a fan. Yeah, you should have gone and then be on the field and just walk up to them and just give them the, give them the fingers. You're walking by saying, Hey boys. I actually, I actually ended up making the, the, Selection uh, official Instagram page. Oh, there you um, go. Because uh, I guess they took a picture of the crowd and I came out in it. And after the game, everybody was like, oh my God, you're on the Instagram page. <laughs> well, congratulations for that. Uh, Thank you. Us Thank you. Orlando. I, don't know why they didn't tag- I don't understand why they, they wouldn't tag me in my picture, but. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good time. It was a good time, except for the scoreline. So you were you were unsatisfied. You 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 left uh, an unhappy customer. Oh, I left extremely unhappy, and about eighty seven thousand Mexicans did as well. Oh, so they were just just uh, pissed and mad. They were they were they wanted. Uh, yeah, by the time the game was over, people were throwing stuff. Yeah, but I'm guessing they'd probably be throwing stuff if they were winning too. Oh, maybe. I, I haven't been there for them to win, so I can't I can't speak to that. But well, you know, if you haven't been there for them to win, then maybe Rigo, you we need to start rethinking your. Your travel policies. You know, this is my third time in Mexico this year. This is the first time a team that I'm go to watch doesn't win. They don't lose, but the first time they don't win. All right. Well, we're gonna be watching you. <laughs> we're gonna be watching you. Rigo. We're, I'm going to Russia next week, and hopefully they lose. Oof. But uh, yeah, Oof. I uh, I was uh, disappointed. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, a little bit later, but uh, last but not least, we have with us another another East Coast. So now we see we have a nice balance. We have two West Coasters, we have two East Coasters, and two guys from Texas. You know, it's it's, it's how it should be. And uh, of course, we can't have a show, and we can't introduce our next guest without introducing him properly. The man who has told us that his Guacamole at the restaurant there in Philadelphia is now 83% mayonnaise-free. They're they're cutting, they're slowly cutting it out. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm talking about Ronnie the Luna. <laughs> Ronnie, how are you? Hey, we're putting more tomatoes, more tomatoes, less guacamole, less avocado. Less avocado. Tiene que rendir más. Tiene que rendir más. Well, you know, it's yeah, it's uh, you know, avocado is expensive. Nah. Hey, how are you doing, John? I'm doing well, Ronnie. It's uh pleasure to have you on. Uh, tonight as and every podcast that we do here at Cantina Mickey's podcast. But I guess I will uh, I'll, I'll I'll start with you Ronnie. You uh 
you know, this is something that we talked about last Thursday and is that, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was going to be much more difficult than people think it was. And that's sure enough how it played out. And then toward the end, uh, Bruce, Bruce Arena out, out coached, uh, Osadio, plain and simple. He, 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 yeah, he, he got him at the gun. He did, you know, and, and, and like the play that, you know, the Bradley's goal, typical fashion as to how Arena used to beat, you know, Mexico. Although, you know, the scoreline was, you know, 1-1. It's, you know, and I mentioned this and I've been going, you know, I've been saying this for weeks, you know, months probably, that, you know, Osorio. I think Osorio, it's about like 38 days. This is day 39 of you saying this, so please continue. <laughs> I, I just I just didn't like the way that Osorio uh, uh, placed the team, how he had the team set up from the beginning. Uh, there was no need for them to advance their lines, knowing that it's the United States that needed to basically they needed the points more so than the Mexico, right? And I just I, I was just like Jesus, I I just I have zero faith in Osorio as a coach. I really do. I mean I, think, I mean who goes out with a back line of four center backs in a four three three system? Like how are how are your fullbacks supposed to provide depth and help out your wingers when they're not actual fullbacks? And it was noticeable because Lozano, at least, I mean, he, him himself is not a national team player, but he was he wasn't able to beat anybody one on one because he had two defenders on him the whole well, time. Well, yeah, I was about to say, whoever, he could be anybody one-on-one because he was never one-on-one. It was always he was, he wasn't because who, whoever was on, whoever was playing behind him never went up, what, never went in front of him to provide a threat. Right. Never, never gave him the reason to, 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 to get the second guy off him. I, yeah. I did, I did notice that. Now, it's funny you mentioned that, Ron, about, about Arena and, and, and in the post-game comments, and I thought that this was, uh, very interesting, very telling. Uh, uh Bradley knew that when Chitarito came up, that that was exactly what. So, 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 so they were, they, they figured that if we're going to get to Mexico, we need to intercept them while they're, you know, not, obviously not that, not that anyone's ever expecting it, but, 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 but catch them where we can go on a break. And that's exactly what happened. And then they caught Memo out too, which, which made it, you know, you know, twice as bad. And I, you know, for, for anybody that thinks that that was an easy goal to score, I mean, you got to give it up to Michael Bradley. That was no, a fantastic shot. That, that, it, was, that was, it was as great a goal as, as, they, as, as they've that, ever scored against that, Mexico. That, yeah, that was a fantastic goal. I mean, that was great, yeah. you know, uh, just, just, that was just a great goal from Bradley, uh, you know, heads up and, and I give him all the credit, but I just think that was more of a defensive error on Mexico's part. And obviously that's what Arena always did with, you know, to, to Mexico. And, right. uh, I just, I just, I just don't think. I, I think Osorio's just a chalkboard tactician. That you know, he talks a good game. He, you know, he knows he knows the game. I just don't think he knows how to apply it well. I, I, I don't think he knows how to. It's like he wants the system and he wants the players to fit around his system as opposed to the do other you way think, around. Ronnie, do you think the game would have been the same if Chicharito doesn't make that mistake? I think. I think because getting scored on first. Changes everything. I, I know, I know it does. I know it does. But the thing is, Mexico didn't have to advance those lines from the beginning because we weren't, we didn't have to. Right. We didn't, let them we, come to us. Exactly. We're not, we're not the ones that are, that are chasing and, the game. And, and I said, and I said it that Mexico right now seems to be playing better when it's the cat and mouse on the fast breaks. And how did Mexico score on on on, on a break? I mean, it was on a transition. 
open field, and I said it, you know, and I keep say, been saying this that Mexico is one of the few teams that has the ability because not every team can do this that they can play, they can hold possession and play possession, you know, oriented soccer, or they can play sit back and, and play counterattacking because there's certain teams like U- United States is one of them. U.S. is a very is a team that, you know, if they have to go up front, they don't really create. They don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't. They don't really, know what to do. And Mexico. They're- Mexico is one of the few teams in the world that knows how to, you know, play tiki taka up, up in your face, you know, and they can also play the counterattacking. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel I, like under Osorio, under Osorio, the team is more productive when they're counterattacking. If you look at the goals they scored on um, Honduras, yeah, uh, they they were there a lot of a lot of counterattack. And that's where because it, it it opens them up to their to this because now the, now the Mexico team has a lot of speed up top. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean I'll I be honest like, with you. I thought the Honduras game uh, was going to be like six or seven nothing, and and, and be, I think I think it very well could have been. But that's but, why I think where where but I think to answer your question, Rigo, that's why they're. That, I think that's why he has those four center backs because I think in his head the way he he envisions the game is that Mexico's going to score either on a counter. He's going to lean on the um, indiv- individual skill and rely on set pieces to score. That's, I think, how been uh, – there hasn't been too many uh, goals from open play, I don't think. Um, there hasn't. It's been so, – they've, they've been relying on individualities. So those, those center backs are basically there for set pieces and, 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 for, and for defense. They're not, there to, mean, they're not there to provide that width. I mean, in the, in the Honduras game, if they don't score that goal in the 43rd minute, and they go they go zero zero into halftime. You have to imagine that that Honduras doesn't open up in the second half, and they just they just bot, they just bottle themselves in. And I, and I don't think that game ends three. Well, yeah, I mean, and and that's why. And it's what we we talked about last week is is it for for Mexico to have any kind of success, or or the success, the success that they want to have at the Azteca, they have to score first. Yeah. They, they, Preferably it, early. It is, it is impaired, yeah, in the first half for sure. So basically, nothing. But, but, to do. Ardio doesn't but, know how to beat the bunker. He doesn't. He, well, they, when neither the team, has when the any team, other prior Mexican coach. Exactly. So he's no better than any other prior Mexican. So far, coach. so far, no. Against against bunkering teams, no, he's not. I think the real test is going to be against teams that aren't going to be bunkering necessarily. Yeah, but how many teams in in the, in the World Cup outside of the maybe the Asian are, are going to bunker against Mexico? Now, so actually, that's my point. Actually, that's my. Actually, I don't think it's as big a problem because most teams aren't going to be playing Mexico like that. At least when it matters. But, but those teams, but the, the teams that don't bunker are going to pressure high, and that also causes Mexico problems. That's a different. Yeah, that's a totally different I, I, issue I, that, that that does mess up Mexico. I totally actually, 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 perhaps for me, for me, one of the only coaches that knew how to play relatively well against the bunker, and we have to go back some 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 time is La Fuente because La Fuente is really the last coach that we used to play with the four. Four back uh, four man back line, and used to do it effectively because uh, Aguirre used to go with a uh, with a five or, or three five, you know where it's either three basically he had three, La, La Volpe would also also went with three, uh, three or five you know that that you could you know convert it easily from a five uh, five uh, man back line to a three. Uh, who Aguirre also did the same. Who's the other one? Uh, Pio Correra also you know went with uh, with five. So La Puente went with five. Yeah, La Five. But La Puente was the last one to go with four. And back then, the teams weren't as within the last. And you, and and you had to give the Central American teams credit because they have improved. You know, we, we don't always have to treat 
you know, that their improvement is based because we suck. It's no, it's because they've also gotten better, and, and that's a good thing. Uh, so back then, those teams used to bunker a little bit more than than now. And one of the things that I always liked about La, La, La Puente was that he was always a very practical coach in the sense that, okay, you're going to bunker. I'm gonna, just going to give you the ball because you're going to be forced to take it out. No, no, you were such a fan of La Puente, Ronnie. Didn't, I, I, you, didn't you, for like for a period of time back in the mid to late nineties, start dressing like La Puente, where you'd wear the? <laughs> <laughs> I still wear the hat. I still yeah. wear his hat. Yeah. He's a, didn't he's a, didn't La Puente didn't La Puente get hired after the team had already been qualified? Qualified? Yeah, because Bora qualified him. Is, is, yeah, but but, but Bora tied, was going to happen this time? US in nineteen ninety All he needed was a point to qualify. They got it. And just fired. to keep everything in perspective, guys, just another thing to consider is the fact that I think he did not put out his absolute best 11 for that game, which also tells me that he, on some level, didn't see it as a must-win must, must win and probably has his eye on this Portugal game. Which is disrespectful. I don't think Who so. Who is it disrespectful to? I think to it's Mexicans. Practical. Like, yeah. first of I'm all, you're home. Dude, you're home. get over it. It's, no, it, it, I'm it's not over it. Qualifying. Like, no, it you if you're playing against your fiercest rival and you're at home, you should win every single time. Well, you know what? In should, the, in the six go out games, the U.S. Has, has U.S. has tied three of them, so a win is not automatic against the U.S. It's, even it's not, no, it's not automatic. Especially you considering should, you should game plan, you should game plan to try and win. He didn't game plan. Keeping in mind, you already have the three from Columbus prior. I mean. Four out of six points. The, the most important part of that U.S. game was the fact that the Mexico got three points against Honduras. If if they would have tied Honduras or lost to Honduras, that U.S. game would have been a, a, John, a million times more important. I, yes, Joel. I agree with Rigo. I, I do feel that this was a very beatable U.S. team, and to not go for the kill, it, you know, it has to has to hurt a bit, man. They well, would kick our ass every chance they had. They would do it and. And I, I understand why he didn't. That's that's a mental mentality right there. No, no, to see, be I'm, so concerned to be so concerned with with, no, with that's your football rivalry, like, chip man. on your shoulder. No, it's and, not. It's not chip. It's just the football rivalry. Yeah, but you know what, uh, Joel, you want to know what the reality is? I know. It, I'm, is I'm getting Mexico, there. Mexico's beatable too. No, wait. I'm getting. I'm getting to my point though. Um, ultimately, it was just. It was just being scared of of if we lose. And then the team won't be able to handle with that pressure going into the Confederaciones. So he knows he's dealing with a bunch of um, fragile-minded players. So and and he's fans, smart. majority fans, fans and media that we don't know how to separate the two. Well, so I you're just I... making the point that he's smart in doing all the, what he's doing. No, but as I'm saying the mentality should be of to want to beat them. They said, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not okay with complacency. Have. I'm not okay with complacency. Going yeah. in there and expecting well, a draw. Well, is complacency. Now, hang on a second. Now, I, I, I did finally get to watch the game. I watched it last night, and, and I watched the the second half with with the keen eye. Now, granted, they didn't have as many shots on goal, but it wasn't. But it wasn't for lack of trying. I mean, they, you know, now they were making some bad decisions. The players, right? But when when a coach when a coach has to make a, a, a an adjustment in the 25th minute, it's because he did not game plan correctly. Well, you know what? Shit happens. At least you have a chance to make the adjustment. I'm sorry. I mean, you right? Know, but he, right why, there, right why there, do we have to expect our coaches to make every decision 100 percent perfectly right every single time. I mean, th- this, what, guy, is, this guy is built to us. This guy is built to us as a great tactician. Well, okay, that's that's, that's, that's regardless that of who he is. If you recognize a mistake, 
then you eat it and you and you and you make the adjustment, right? Is that is that right. not what he did? He did no, no, he didn't. All these years, though, like all these years, we've been stuffed by the bunker, and he didn't adjust. He was going down with Chucky on the left side, and and then Aquino on the right, or whatever. Now, the one thing I will say about that is, for whatever reason, and I don't know if it was uh, Fabian or I guess it was Anis at that side, Chucky had zero support. You know, for a lot of folks, said Chucky had a bad game. Chucky, Chucky was double teamed every every single time he had the ball. And it wasn't an open it wasn't open space for him to even be useful. That's the only way he can play in in Dam and Aquino. They need open space. And in the bunker, which was the whole second half, they were totally shut down, and they kept well, on across the ball. But, well, but it's also, not, it's when not you, Chucky's fault that Tecatito left the team. When you're playing in the bunker, you also need to play that are going to take on players and get back, get by one or two players. So that's what Tricky's expected well, to Mexico, do. Well, Mexico, the guy that the guy that that yeah, was supposed to do that gone. is gone. Yeah. yeah, but here's another thing, John. Though. He he he's the one. He's the one. The one thing that Osorio had, has or had, for the time being, to break the bunker, is individual skill. Look, well, Dan, Dan, one thing with the bunker, and one of the things that Osorio. I, need, I think he needs to stop doing is that when teams are bunkering, you're not going to be able to walk the goal in. You're not. And one of the things that, like, you know, to, for me, that the fact that they had only one shot on goal is pathetic because one of the ways that you can, you can, uh, I guess, decongest the, the you know, the, the, the field is by attempting shots on goal from mid-range because if you're attempting goals from mid-range, that means that there should be a so defender you, coming. You think you think Osorio put in the order to don't shoot it from mid-distance? Well, mid it, it, it didn't happen. Did, did, how many how many attempts did you really notice? No, I'm just saying. Like, I have trouble believing that that was the order that was that was like made. He made sure that every player knew. Yeah, like, whatever you do, don't, I don't shoot. Think, I don't think that's not. Don't I don't think this is order, but I think it's not. That's I don't not think that's plan. what it I don't was. Think like, I, I just don't think that's part of his game plan. So I don't think it's, it's, it's so much in order for well, him. His game but... plan a lot toward the second half but, was but, don't but, take but, unnecessary risks. But guys, but guys, also keep in mind this is an official match. These these points, although two points doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things, it does. Uh, and for the for the full point of, of of rankings. No, I mean obviously for Mexico, the the only way that they can get a World Cup seat is if they have if they have to. So, so official games get get, get wins, especially in in official matches. So, it, it it does matter. These games do matter because, like you said, the the chances of you winning the World Cup and advancing higher into the into the knockout stages is based on your seeding. Right. So, which so, is why I think Concacaf always gets uh, hosed because they, they they get stuck with the Asian teams, and so there's never going to be a. a a flan for 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 Mexico because they could you know they're Mexico has been so lucky to escape groups of death mm-hmm. in the draw because I mean they 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 are an automatic I mean they are a group of death team Mexico and you know what that doesn't that that doesn't scare me as much well, it doesn't scare me either but uh, it just Mexico I, I Mexico it's, it's just crap that Me- they don't mix it up. Me- Mexico has managed to get out of groups with Italy. I think after Brazil. Sunday though, Ronnie, I think after Sunday we'll know whether his gamble. Because I do think it is what I think he was, he is thinking big picture, um, where he's gonna if they if they if they manage to pull out a win, then I think it'll it would have it will have been worth it. Did you ever did I ever show you that clip of that dog that jumps over the fence, bangs that other dog, and then jumps over the fence and walks out? Did I ever no. show you that? No. I think that's what's gonna happen this Sunday. <laughs> and, and, I, I just have I don't even know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to post it. 
I'll have to post it, and you guys will understand what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a point he's trying to make, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, if, if Osorio if Osorio gets cute, like he, you know, like he he tends to do, I, I think Mexico's going to be in trouble against Portugal. Well, I think oh. he's going to go for the win. I, I think we're going to see a four-three-three um, with probably Raúl Vela. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who's going to put on the left. Maybe Chucky. He can't put. He has Chucky. no fullbacks. He has one fullback, and he's one fullback. He's going to have Layun, hopefully, Araujo back. Uh, the midfield's going to be interesting because I don't think he'll he'll throw Rafa out there, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jonah Guardado and and and, and Herrera. Well, Rafa can't go a full a full ninety, so no, I would rather see Guardado, Jonah, and Orbelin. Orbelin's not even on the team, dude. Yes, he is. He played the other no, day. He's not, yeah, he's not in the twenty-three the for the Confed Cup. So he played the other day, and they're not taking him to. Yeah. There's a different different call up. Yeah, different different call ups. Not not everybody went, you know, to the. That guy's drunk. Then. <laughs> he's going to Gold Cup. He's he's an idiot. He's taking take, he's only taking three real center midfielders. And again, you can't leave. Uh, you can't ignore the Gold Cup. So I I, I kind of understand making sure you have a really good midfielder for the Gold Cup. So then, don't take as many strikers. Don't take as many wingers. You, 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 your, your team is based on midfield play, and you only take you only took three midfielders. And what if one of them gets injured? Well, the thing is, that the, those midfielders, those he likes to, he doesn't mind no, lining I mean, up uh, center backs. No, I know, I know, I know what he likes to do. And like, I mean, I just, I just dislike it. Yeah. Like, you only take one fullback, one natural fullback that's going to provide depth. I mean, also for the goal that, cup. That's, that's fine if you're playing with a three man back. Hey John, John. Yes. I haven't been able to look at the the, the calendar, but uh, is Gold Cup and Confeds are they going to uh are they this, going to Are they, they gonna have concurring times? Yeah. Uh the No, I think well I think that the uh there's like a week difference. So the the Confed Cup ends on a Sunday, and then the Gold Cup starts here the following and, Sunday. And th- and then there's there's the whole uh, playoff ticket now, right? Each winner of the of the two Gold Cups battle it out for. Oh yeah, for the Blazer Bowl. Yes, yeah. I could forget the most, the most important game of them all. The, the Blazer Bowl. Minus, I think I think this this Gold Cup could have been sacrificed. I don't I don't see why. The best is, players. Hey, look, well, I, I am not disagreeing with y'all at all. I think I think Orbelin should. I mean, y'all know how I feel about. It. I think he's a terrific midfielder. But if if we're still talking about wanting to hopefully at, at some point get a seed, possibly, then you do have to kind of you do you, do you can't worry about the gold cup. Yeah, so I kind of understand it. You can't completely ignore it. You got to. And, and, and to be honest with you, if if, if, if Orbelin goes to to Russia, he doesn't play. He'll come on and play twenty minutes in one game. That'll be it. At the Gold Cup, he'll start and he'll run the show and he'll audition for for Russia, which is honestly what it's when you when you really want him to play anyway. So, you know, there are guys that played in the 2013 Gold Cup that you never would have imagined would have made the team and made the World Cup team in 2014. So it is uh, it is unfortunate that he's not going to be there, but you know, 
I think that uh, um, Yonan, with the way Herrera played both, I think that probably entered into the decision that he's probably not going to get too much playing time. I mean, that that was this was probably the the best game for Hector Herrera with the national team in probably over a year, if not more. Well, he played really well against Honduras, too. That's a good sign. It is encouraging. It is encouraging. It's a good sign. You know, and it's encouraging for him, too, because, uh, you know, you know, Porto did not bring bring him on to be a career player for Porto. They brought him on to sell him. And, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the, this is a really good chance for him to to get a really good payday out of this because, you know, if he has a good Confed Cup, you know, more than anyone else, really, maybe Chicharito, too, you know, he, he's going to, you know, have, have a chance to get a... But what about Rafa Marquez, like a, John? Man, man Rafa has a ball. Rafa has a bald <laughs> spot. Oh, he has a bald spot. He, that's he's beating Rafa me. Rafa qualifies for that. He's beating me ever Rafa so slightly. Rafa qualifies for the early bird special at Denny's. That's right. No, but see, Rafa. Rafa is a big spender. He likes to go have dinner at five. So, no, it's. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm upset that you know that that uh, Osorio didn't call Diego Lagnes at least for the gold cup. You know, well, they're sending Lainez to the U seventeen, which I think is going to be at the same time. I know, but I would rather have seen him. Well, I I would too. I mean, why not? He uh, he may get more noticed by scouts at that tournament than than the Gold Cup. He needs to get his cherry popped, and he could have popped it at you know at the Gold yeah. Cup. So, well, yeah, I, th- I, th- in, I thought it theory, would have been good for him to go there. In theory, um, he's going to be able to. He, he still has the qualifiers. Uh, later in the year that I think uh, he may be included in, possibly. Because uh, if, I mean, if they if they qualify easily, then I, I suspect that he may he may uh, uh, keep a lot of the European guys. So here's a here's a crazy scenario for y'all. This is something that I was thinking about uh, when I saw the point standings. I mean, as far as the, the U.S., they are not out of the woods at all. For for anyone that thinks that they are, they are not. They might be playing better, but. You know, this is still, you know, crazy stuff can happen. Wouldn't it be hilarious if, uh, if, if Honduras, who I think is going to make a stage of comeback and, uh, come close to getting that opportunity, wouldn't it be hilarious if, 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 if the U.S. and Honduras are battling for that last spot and Mexico is playing Honduras, having qualified for the world, you know, you know, weeks ago, months ago, playing in Honduras against Honduras. And if the Honduras wins, they could knock the U.S. out. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It would be hilarious, but it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Dude, we're we're hosting a World Cup with them, dude. Oh, I'm, not, oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying they would throw it. I'm just saying it would it would be very interesting to see. Uh, you would they wouldn't you know, throw it. Who 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 folks would be rooting for that game? No, they wouldn't throw it at all. But uh, yeah, you guys are right. They that, that probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't happen. Although I have I have a feeling I have a I have a bad feeling for Panama. I think that they're gonna start start an unfortunate slide. For their, they're, they're, uh, are they are they currently chances. in second right now? No, they're in fourth. They're in fourth, but they had a golden opportunity to uh, go ahead. Not only to go ahead, but to, to distance themselves from them in Honduras uh, by a, by a huge, you know, go from ten points to four. Well, here's the thing, though, and it didn't do it. Here, here, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys are keeping up with the Asian qualifiers, but right now in the other group. Well, that was that was your assignment, Ronnie. So please, 
you have Japan uh, top of the standings, and I think it's Group B. Then you have uh, Saudi Arabia with like I think it's eight points, or I forget how many points they have, but they're de- they're they're tied with uh, Australia, but on goal differential, which is one goal, go- and that and they're the third place. So the way it's set up, it's they have two groups, first two, top two of each group qualified directly to the uh, to the World Cup, and then the third place teams they play a a, a round robin against each other, and then that winner plays the fourth place in Concacaf. And for the last match days of the uh, Asian Confederation, uh, Japan, uh, Australia is playing uh, Japan and Saudi Arabia. Or no, I'm sorry, who they're playing? They're playing Japan. So I, the way it's set up, if you look, guys, look on the calendar. I honestly think that uh, that Australia is actually going to get the third place. And if that happens, I don't, I, I, I don't see them. I don't see the Concacaf team beating Australia. Because I think I think that from that group it's going to be Japan and, and Saudi Arabia, and I and and I think that Australia is going to get the third the third place. And if it's Australia, uh, I could see Panama. Yeah, it's it's, it's fifty fifty at best, or yeah, for Panama for or Honduras, who knows? Mm-hmm. So I mean, if Australia can't get out of Asia, I mean, I don't think that they're no, well, they're no New Zealand, but yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, since since they went to since they went to uh, the Asian Confederation, they they qualified. I think the last two well, I think they've been to the last three World Cups. They they run. They even wanted to kick them out. What's that? The Asian Confederation talked about kicking yeah. out Australia. They, they're probably throwing this one, you know. It's funny because they wanted them, but then they realized, oh God, these these. Yeah, these they, they, pretty- you just gave an automatic World Cup ticket. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it helps. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it helped them out, and it's funny because I've always said that Mexico needs to do the same thing. They need to go to South American Confederation, you know, to, to truly elevate, you know, their 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 game. Or just make Concacaf and Conmebol one confederation and give I, them eight spots. I I don't think so, Rigo, and I'll tell you why. Um, do you really want to get outvoted by 34 Mino countries, 35, 36 Mino yeah. countries? <laughs> well, here's I would let them. I would. I would. No league and no stadiums. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm, keep, I, keep I, the I, continentals I, in one confederation and, <laughs> and and let the islands have their own. Exactly, exactly, because to me, and that's one of the things that has hurt Mexico in the last 25 years, 30 years, is that we don't have a say as to our future. We have to basically kiss the ass of. Of thirty-five, twenty-five uh, little Caribbean nations that don't even—they don't even know what professional football is, you know. And and they just yeah, we used to. Do you remember the games in Mexico? Would would take equipment to give them, like, so they could have soccer cleats. Yeah, and extra balls. <laughs> so, but the the whole thing, you know, one nation, you know, one you know, federation, one vote. That's all fine and dandy in democracy, but you know, in, in football, you know. He who has the dope should control the show, you know? At least that's my way of seeing it, you know. Thank you. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is that they... Mexico's perfectly happy where they are because they get that guaranteed and that guaranteed ticket and because they get to play, you know, not not every Confed Cup, but, you know, out of, out of you know, two out of every three or, you know, three out of every five or three out of every four Confed Cups. They can They're go perfectly happy. Perfectly happy. Dude. They can make they, they, go through four coaches a cycle. Yeah. Let's check this out. They can make more money with qualifiers as well. I'm hoping we go through another coach in this cycle. <laughs> Duca's re- ready to go. Duca, Herrera, Almeida, any one of those guys. 
I'm, I, I don't want to give up on Mayda, but if it means that the team plays better, then I would be okay with him taking a few months off in the summer. So about this Portugal game coming up here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's as as far as the draw for Mexico. I mean, they couldn't have asked for a better way for these games to play out. So they'll they'll know ahead of time how many goals. Uh, you know, if Russia beats New Zealand by how many, so that you know if it comes to a tiebreaker, they'll you know they'll know where they stand, well, what they have to do against New Zealand, and then they get Russia at the end. So it's I mean they couldn't they couldn't have set up better for Mexico for this trip. So they'll play. A game where, you know, frankly, I think the result, uh, you know, it's not, I don't think Portugal is a guaranteed win. I think it could be a draw or even a Mexico win. I mean, yes, they have Cristiano Ronaldo, and I get that, but it's not as if Mexico hasn't gone up against guys like that, even in this tournament before, you know, the, the, the quote unquote best player in the world and come out on top. So, <laughs> exactly. Actually, I have a better one than that. If you want to, if you want to, how many, how many goals do you guys think Portugal is? Yeah, exactly. How many goals do you guys think Portugal needs to score so they could fire Osorio? <clears throat> See, uh, that's just uh, that's just the wrong way of thinking. Four. That, that is stinking thinking. Four. Five. <laughs> Four or five. Okay. Cuatro cero. Get some. Get some canned. No, let let him let him get past let him get past Portugal and let them go up against Chile again and uh, six zero will happen. Hey Beto, do you oh. want to, do you want Cristiano Ronaldo to have a good game? Yeah, man. You do. <laughs> I do, and I'm not a Cristiano Ronaldo fan. So you're actually rooting. Uh, you're going to root against so Mexico. Rooting, rooting I'm, 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 I might root against Mexico. I'll, I'll be happy if we win, but I might root against. I might, I might root against Mexico if that if it means that Osorio would get fired. But Osorio won't get fired. If, oh. if, if if they don't make it out of the group stage, you don't think he gets fired? I think it depends on how it happens. I think it, like, if, if Dan's right, if they lose, you know, 4-0 to Portugal and they lose, you know, 2-0 to Russia and tie New Zealand 1-1, then, yeah, he's going to get fired. But if I they can't... lose 2-1 to Portugal, if they beat New Zealand 3-0 oh, no, and yeah, Russia beats not... 4-0 and, they, and then they tie the Russians, but they lose out on goal differential, he's not going anywhere. I can't wait for Monday, you know, for Beto's edition of Man Crush Mondays. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. need you know, that. Double dose of uh, Cristiano. And... I don't understand why you guys are so obsessed with Cristiano because every time I see him, it's like it's like I'm looking, it's like I'm looking in the mirror. <laughs> so it's, it's like he just looks like he just just an average guy like me. I, I don't understand what the big deal is. Every time I look at why the... are you guys so obsessed with with Ronaldo? I mean, what is it about him that 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 has that has piqued that has piqued y'all's interest? Hey man, we got a caller. We got a caller from the we, we do not. We have a caller from East Coast. Who 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 has who has a, a, a Graced us with their presence. So, who are we talking to? It's Steve Graf. Uh, Steve Graf calling in from. Uh, you're in Maryland, right? Yeah. It's an East Coast. Steve, what can we what can we do for you? See now 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 we're now we're tipping tipping heavy on the East Coast. So, I think that means that there's going to be more cuss words. So go ahead, go ahead, Steve. So. Sort of way. I think if you think about the Cristiano Ronaldo conversation, I just didn't like you just want the people who are just oh, Messi versus Cristiano just stop. Uh, Steve, it's Steve, it's, it's actually it's kind of like just an inside joke between us. It's just like it had nothing to do with like, you know, uh, 
Messi and and, and Ronaldo. It's just we're just busting out. It's because it's because they're they, they're crushing on on on. on do you guys, now, do you guys call him Chris like like Chicharito does? Because he, he knows him personally. See, it's the Chris. Uh, but anyway, as as you were saying, Steve. Oh, but if but I think it, it ultimately depends on how those three approach these games, and if they can be brave against Portugal, if they can find a way to get Cristiano and the, the rest of the cast of characters, somos muy chingones, y la realidad. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, of, of course, that's what they want to do. I mean, let's. I mean, yes, Russia is absolutely. Russia is going to be. But how is that going to happen, though? And and, and that's the question. I mean, I mean, it's it's one thing to say it. I mean, how are they going to do it? I mean, who's going to be? Okay, Ronnie, I'm just going to ask you straight up. If 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 you say, you know what, if I want to, you know, if this guy, to, we're going to limit the damage he does. I have to go. One on one with him the whole game, just have a shadow. Who's it going to be? Uh, uh, you mean play one on one against uh, Ronaldo? Yeah, just just shadow him the whole game. He's just like wherever you go, I'm going to be right there next to you. I, I don't think that's an, I, I don't think that's an effective strategy of going one on one. I think it's been effective. I've I've seen I've seen it work quite well. Diego Reyes. Hell no. No, Tronco. Terrible. And he just limit. And he just. And he just. I, I think I think watch you're gonna see him play watch. Cavallo. Or maybe stop saying. Look, the bottom line is that Mexico's gonna obviously they're gonna have to play you know a, a, a terrific game. They have to, you know one of one of one of the games that we see from them you know maybe every ten to fifteen years to to to, to beat Portugal because I I personally believe it's one thing for for Cristiano to be the Greatest player, though it's another for him to come in on a, just a ridiculously insane hot streak. I think, I think, as long as as long as Cristiano Ronaldo is not getting the balls, him running towards the goal, I think you're fine. I think we, we have to set up the we have to set up the, the tactics where he's basically receiving the ball with with you know with his back towards the goal. Uh, I and, ha- and then hack him, hack the leg, hack the leg. I, I at this you know with. The, the thing with Portugal, I, I, I think that we, I think the first cup, first 10, you know, 20 minutes, I think we should, or I, and I don't, I don't say 20 minutes, I think first 10, 15 minutes at the, at the most, I think we should, Mexico should basically kind of just get a feel for it, whether they should attack, you know, play possession or, or play the counterattack, uh, on this because, I mean, I, I I just think that Ronaldo in open field is a lot more dangerous. Uh, and if we advance our lines too much, I think he can kill us on the counterattack, man, because Ronaldo's – dude, he's really got most counters. I think Mexico should try and counter is what they should do. Uh, what's that? I think Mexico should sit back and counter. Yeah. Well, they well, should do both. Yeah. I have- uh, I don't think you. I don't think they can play possession against Portugal. Why not get a, why not I think you'd be surprised. I, I think. I think. I think. I think you can. I think you can. <laughs> I think I mean, if, they, if if Portugal if, pressures you high, that's going to be an issue for Mexico. So if you go out there and play possession and try to control the possession of the ball, and Portugal pressures you high, it's going to be an issue. 
Hey, Mexico, then they're gonna, then they're gonna to catch the Copa final Mexico, not by being offensive. They got there by playing them. They Mexico, they Mexico, Mexico coming up with goose eggs the whole game. They are not an offensive team. Portugal, Mexico, Mexico can hold possession, more possession playing against Argentina. So Mexico I mean, will have more possession. Yes, they can. Portugal. They can do it. They can yeah. do it. Mexico will, it, will, will it, have more will possession. It be the, will, is it the proper game plan to go out and do against a Portugal team that can is really fast on counterattacks? All right. But well, I'm not thinking about it as this is the opening game of the Confederations Cup. It is not necessarily all that much, all that much. There isn't all that much of an obligation per, per se. You still have too much game to one game if one team doesn't get the results that they expect. Hey, look, Steve, Steve, if you're one of Mexico's defenders, and you're trying to get inside, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, head. Do you mention, you know, his uh, his ex Russian girlfriend? Yeah. Like, do you, do you, do you yeah. use that? No. I I or do you, or do you keep I it clean? Thing of, of the Moroccan kickboxer. I think you you're better off mes- mentioning Messi. No, le voy a discutir con usted. You, you no. will be mentioning uh, uh, Moroccan. Remember the Moroccan. The thing about the Moroccan kickboxer, who um, Cristiano was was uh, seen with on a on holiday with the Rock. I said, man, that guy. The rumors she's at the time. She's with a real man now, huh, Cristiano? Just started getting in his head. What do you think about that, Cristiano? Yeah. You know, she went with the Rock. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? That's a that's a reference from uh, Boogie Nights, Dirk Diggler. Did you ever watch that movie, Rigo? Boogie Nights. I did. I did. <laughs> I just don't. I don't remember it that well. Oh, actually, I have I have the the the, the make one cry version too. Joel, what's is the call? Is the, is the caller still on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'm just like, but I, I'm just wondering um, if there is a lo- higher level of trolling that you do, like instigating. And the reality is, all you have to do is maybe study how Sergio Ramos gets into people's heads. I think he's the. I, and, they get, and, they, and they don't get bailed out by the referee. And, but Sergio Ramos tends to get thrown out in, in, against key or, or against like. Sergio Ramos has got. Sergio Ramos got one Cuadrado off the pitch. You know. Sergio Ramos is, gone. Um, so, is a I mean, black belt in the dark arts. There's no question. <clears throat> John, I have a story on the dark arts. And then you also please, get, Joel, uh, please, please tell us your story on the dark arts. I'll let, I'll let Steve finish first his, uh, okay. his thoughts. <laughs> and whatever was said, it got Cuadrado pick up a yellow card. Like, he had, had a yellow card all And there's an elf. And Look, I'm not. I'm not going to lie, Steve. I think that uh, that, that Cristiano Ronaldo has a much better chance of getting a Mexican guy red carded than we're going to have 
of, of even of even giving Cristiano a yellow. If it happens, it happens. But yeah, he's had that, the best that, that of him coming. Him. You know, just uh, <clears throat> I think that we look at how we think uh, about L three. Hey, hey, Steve, Steve, from an outsider perspective, that we haven't gotten that malicious enough. Hey, Steve, do you remember the maliciousness that you would see, like a piojo? Hey, 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 Steve, do you remember a couple weeks or it's actually a couple months back? Uh, there was a uh, a goal by Jurgen Dam, you know, with Tigres. Yeah. After after he score he scores, he takes off his shirt, all you know, with his you know old uh, he's really skinny, scrawny type of guy. Yeah, he looks like and, a thirteen year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he celebrates like Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, you think you know if Jurgen Dam does that, you think he should celebrate like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh sure, my that would be epic. That would be outstanding. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, I think, I think someone like uh, Paul Aguilar would bust something like that. <laughs> I, I don't believe him, man. Pulido would celebrate like that. You know, I'd love, no, no, love to see Chicharito celebrate like that. Antes que se me olvide lo que iba a decir. Sí, ya, ya, ten, tenías cuento del... The dark de, arts. De la, de, de la mano negra, la it's, mano it's, negra. De la it's fútbol. dark arts and, and chismes rolled into one. There's well, hang on a second, let me... See now, I gotta get the, I gotta get prepped for that. All right, start. Go ahead, Hoyle. So this, this, you, this is was, your shirt off? No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> this was told to me in Germany. So I was, I was working uh, during the World Cup, and because one of the, so like in the World Cup, excuse me, Schroeder. Schroeder, no, no, not Schroeder. Um, you have um volunteers. <laughs> All the volunteers at the World Cup have to be able to speak uh, two, three different languages. So this, this was, um, this actually has to do with uh, Cristiano's manager, which is Sisu and God, you know, he got red carded in the final. So this was overheard. <laughs> oh man, I haven't even... Well, even got to the story. Yeah, man. What's with the mystery, man? <laughs> I find it distracting. Continue. No se puede concentrar. Really, I can't, dude. It, it throws me off. All right. All right. Go ahead. So you're in Germany. Yeah. So this this dude overheard it. You know, he was he was working he was working in FIFA. So someone working at FIFA they told me this, and uh, it was after the final. So they they heard the French delegation talking about what really like what what set off Sisu, what made him. Headbutt Materazzi. <clears throat> so, so supposedly what happened was that when Cesar used to play at Juventus, so when he, when he was playing in Italy, he cheated on his wife. Apaguen la televisión. Okay, um, anyways. Okay, um, that's Steve, man. Steve. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so anyway. <laughs> I remember being in, like that kid watching World Cup and watching like Matsurati. Matsurati. Like, eventually, like, John Knapp. 
All right, continue. All right, right continue, hold continue yeah, Joel. Hold it. Hold it. All right, I thought you guys didn't want to hear it anymore. No, I did. Okay, no. okay, so because I, I, I've heard a different story, but go ahead. Okay, so so um, okay, yeah, we we could compare and contrast. So so he cheats, he cheats on his wife while he's playing in in uh, you know, in Juventus, and uh, the way the way she got even was she she slept with one of his teammates, which was uh, Filippo Inzaghi, super people. So you know, he he ends up moving to Madrid soon after. Now flash forward to the World Cup and uh, Materazzi is guarding Sisu and he had been uh, pulling his jersey. So Sidan tells him, if you want if you want my jersey so bad, I'll give it to you after the after the match. And Materazzi tells him, Yeah, and I'll and I'll give you I'll give you uh Inzaghi's. And that, you know, so you could give to your wife. And that was what made him do the headbutt. That's more believable to me than than the sister. Than the se- I, I, yeah, I heard the sister thing, sister and the mom. No, I heard this I, one from from someone know. at FIFA, uh, uh, which was close to the French uh, team. I, I don't, I don't buy the mom sister thing. I don't. I think, I think, I think the oils, the dark <clears throat> arts is more. It's more closer know. to the reality. I think so. I would. I was there, man. Cause yeah, then because I'm, I'm serious. If, if it's a sister of the mom, it's just going to be a push. You know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you, you hear that. That's, that's, it's not going to be a headbutt. You, you hear that in grade school, you know? <laughs> yeah, your, your friends are making mama jokes. I like that story, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah, thanks, for calling, want... thanks for calling, Steve. We appreciate it, man. Uh... And uh, Ron, Ron, I don't know if you remember, Ron, they would have those big cafeterias at, at, the, at, the, at the media centers. Yeah, yeah. And then you would see, like, a lot of, like, just a lot of the, the different outlets or even, like, even people from the teams would congregate. And that, that's where they overheard the, the chisme. That's a pretty good cheese, man. I'm gonna have to. I think on the on the Snopes, you know, I probably put that at about like a high 80s. The it, probability. Know, I was, you know, what? It's funny. I was at that game, and I didn't, you know, I didn't see the headbutt live. I had were, you, were you the one that set him off, Ronnie? Did, no, no. Did you get in Azizu's head before the game? No, no, no. I was, I was there, but uh, I, I didn't see it because the action wasn't there. You know, on him, I was, you know. Hey, didn't you go to the uh, Australia-Italy uh, round of 16 match? Yes, and I took a picture, and I took a picture where it shows the Italian team that uh, uh, that penalty, w- which basically eliminated uh, Australia, should have been re- they should have should have been redone because. Uh, yeah, well, they're never going to call it for that. No, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. But yeah, I was at that game. But that, was, but in that the- was the game where, if it wasn't for Buffon, Australia walks away with the win. Because they had so many just super close chances that Buffon was just making these crazy reflex saves, and he would, uh, you know, he he saved like two or three like that. I mean, they had a legitimate chance to, to I mean, to to knock them out. And you know, you, when you got a team like that, you 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 have to get one in. Uh, when Mexico played Brazil in the '05 Confed Cup, which at the time they were playing against the quote unquote best player in the world, which yeah. was Ronaldinho. Yeah. 
And you know, Brazil was was pretty good back then too. They're defending World Cup champs. You know, Kaká you know, was there as well. Kaká and Roberto Carlos and Adriano and and yeah. and uh, just go down the list. I mean, they were just a monster team, and they won one zero. Yep. So it uh, it can happen. And but but again, if you and that was the game where Borghetti misses the penalty, but then he makes up for it by getting the header in the second half. So. Did you say what another caller, Cheekies? Yeah, another caller from uh, Dallas area. Dallas area. Dallas Knights? No, just that, de la ciudad de Dallas. Who joins us from Big D? It's uh, Rafa from Oak Cliff. Rafa from Oak oh, hey, Rafa, have you ever played Stevens Park in Oak Cliff? Are you a golfer? Hell no. I'm, I'm a I'm a solid area to the core. So you're uh, you're 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 not a golfer then. You won't you won't, you won't pick up the sticks. It's a shame because there's a really nice golf course in in, uh, in Oak Cliff. Called, it's called Stevens Park. It's a very a very pleasant walk. But anyway, Rafa from Oak Cliff, what is on your mind? Uh, well, other uh, than not playing golf, I guess I, there's no simple way to be about it. But I mean, with Portugal, to put it in Spanish, you know, la cosa va a estar cabrona, but. I think it's doable. Uh, is Portugal invincible, Rafa? Can, I mean, is, 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 can they not be beat? Is Mexico, is Mexico should just, you know, not, not only are we going to lose, but, you know, just, you know, please take it easy on us. Let, let us only lose by one, two goals tops. Is, is that how it's going to be? Or, 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 or does Mexico have a chance and, 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 and can hang with it? I mean, win or lose, they have a chance. Right? I mean, like, you have to consider that, like, the two teams that Portugal faced going into the Confederations Cup are actually worse than the two teams in Mexico faced. I mean, I think they faced, uh, they played Cyprus in a friendly and then Latvia. For as much shit as Boncacas gets, like, those teams aren't, you know, they're, they're pretty bad. Right. That's, now, remember, uh, Mexico did play Portugal. In uh, in in Boston, uh, leading up to the 2014 World Cup, Cristiano didn't play. Mexico dominated at times, uh, but Portugal uh, got a goal on a set piece, if I'm not mistaken, with their big tall guy and they ended up winning uh, 1-0. So, I mean, I, again, I, I I don't think, yeah, he uh, putting having him in the open field is is scary, and and if, if he has the ball. Anywhere inside the 18 where he's got the goal in front of him, he's going to shoot. So, and, you know, it's, uh, and he, and he has no problem one time. Have you noticed that, that Ronaldo has no, no problem one time in shots? I wish Mexicans would learn the one time shots. I think a lot of his goals come off of good assists and good, uh, teammates work. Well, you're absolutely right, Chiquis. And he has, now where does Cristiano have a better team with Real Madrid or with Portugal? Madrid. Oh, Real Madrid. Yeah. So, how how much is that gonna how much is that gonna be like Rafa was in two thousand five when he's at Barcelona and let's come back and play with these slaps? How 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 much is that gonna affect Cristiano? Because it it does affect him. History has shown it's it's affected him a ton. Like he's yeah he's disappointing in so many World Cups. Only during during the Euro Cup did you know somewhat go his way. And the only, and again the only reason they got to where they got is because is because their defense was not given. I mean, how many zero zeros in penalties did they did they get through in the Euro Copa? Exactly. So. Did they do that a couple of times? So, I mean, again, it's it's not like they're like yeah. They only won. I think, I think they only won one game in regulation or something. Right? Like that. Can Portugal beat? Well, Paraguay. Of course they can. 
but Mexico could be Portugal. It's uh, this is not this is a winnable game for Mexico. In fact, it would shock me if if if, if they if it happened, just 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 to prolong the inevitable for for the inevitable suffering for all those Sodio haters. He's gonna do the one thing you guys don't oh, want yeah. him to do. He's, he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna win it. He's, he's gonna win. He's, he's gonna win confederations. <laughs> what he's gonna do? He's gonna win confederations, and he's never gonna leave. Is it, is, if he wins, oh yeah, how, how terrible! What what an awful guy! How, how no, it's not he? terrible. It's just he? it's just he's not at all he's cracked up to be, and he's not a good tactician. And the team plays terrible. They have no I think style. if they end up winning the confederations, they stuck all the way to the title. Just no bad they were I think it'll put a serious dent in that theory if if they somehow manage to win the tournament. If I he, mean, at if, that point, you you I think at that point you just have to accept you were wrong. If he wins confederations, mm. beat Chile in the in the whatever in phase the final. in the final, yeah, Ronnie and Rigo and and Johnny Rico are going to be adoring him. They'll have to put a picture of them on, on yeah. their wall. They're gonna have Ronnie's gonna have his, his about face like he had with with Navalny. I mean, he'll definitely prove me wrong. But I mean, to to the in the year that he's been there, he has not he's not proved me wrong, and I don't see it happening. Hey, Ronnie, you're not you're not regifting your story about seeing Navalny having a cup of coffee before the Argentina game, are you? What's that? You're not you're not regifting that story, or you're not you're not repackaging that as. Because I know guys in Houston that do it all the time. Uh, you know what? There's, to me, there's a world of difference between La Volpe and, and, and Osorio. That's not the question I asked. Yeah. Well, what, what, what question did you ask me? I asked uh, if you uh, if, 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 if that story that you tell about Assam at the at the hotel bar and he's quietly having a drink, and I just thought that was just so cool of him, and you know, and then I changed my mind about him, and I you know I instantly gained respect. And no. then the very next day, the minute that the game against uh, against Argentina ended, the the not not. But before the whistle had even left the referee's lips to blow the final whistle, you you posted on Big Soccer. But there's a reason I there's a reason I posted that though. There's a reason I posted that because I want to bet. I want to bet. You know what did what did you expect? No, but no, my 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 thing with La Volpe changed. You know, little by little, you know, for, for example, reading an article that, you know, that, uh, the, the, the medal that he won in the World Cup for 1978, you know, the gold, he actually had that basically melted and he bought more gold and he made these pulseras for the team, for his, you know, for the team members. And I thought that was a really nice, you know, gesture. Uh, and, and Ronnie, also. Did he, did you go soft on him because he gave you one too? Nah, nah. Is that what really happened at the hotel bar? Then? No, no. Did he slide his pulsetta across, across the bar? I have said, I've said that, you know, what, the day that we start, you know, the day that, you know, the coaches like Tuca and La Volpe and, 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 and Bucetich and, and Ojitos are gone, I think that's going to be a sad day because it seems like the new coaches, like the new, the new guard, it's like they're more, they're more about systems than the actual players. It's like they don't really want to deal with the players. They'd rather have a they'd rather have a system in place because they don't want to be like you know the, you know Diego Independiente or Guatemoc Independiente and stuff like that. It's like it's like they don't they just want a system in place where boom you just replace one player with another and they, and you don't establish those relationships and and I just I just I just think that those you know like Tuca you know Tuca says hey I'm not a you know director técnico I'm an entrenador I'm a coach. You know those type of you know things, and I, I just think I, I'm not a big fan of the new coaches nowadays. I, I like 
you know, I like the Musa Teach types. I like the Lapuentes. They're just too pretty for you, aren't they? They're just they're, they're they don't look like coaches. They still look like players. <laughs> they look like they're going to the clubs, dude. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of that a lot of that stuff is being passed down, at least in, in the Mexico in the Mexican carousel. If you look, I mean, La Volpe now has his his son in law is now going to go to Puebla. Yeah, and it's gonna La, La Volpismo is going to come down. Uh, Herrera is La, is La Volpismo. Um, but it, it's funny you say that because they were accusing that La Volpe that Piojo's no longer La Volpe. Uh, because uh, because he was playing more counterattacking. It's like you know when he went with America, he was counterattacking more than than playing up front possession. But I, I just I, I don't know. I just I, the, the point that I was trying to make is to why. Yes. I, what was your point? You know, no, with La Volpe, why not not necessarily getting a soft spot, but just like you know what, hold up, I, I'd rather have him than some of the new coaches. You know, like like like. Uh, like I said, you know, if you were to give me the choice between La Volpe and Osoria as the coach for the national team, I'd take La Volpe. Oh, all, all day and twice on Sunday. He's a way better coach. You know? I mean, the uh, way the way he had Mexico playing in 2006 was some of the most attractive soccer yeah, but, that Mexico has played. Uh, yes, they didn't win the big uh, game. I get it. I get it. But it was a fluke goal. No, that they that, enough with, with, uh, with the Mexico was playing attractive soccer. They were not playing attractive soccer. They couldn't they had that was like the worst group of offensive players. Solar. So and I've been watching since the mid seventies. Mexico ever had on, on the field. It was just awful. When 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 I'm begging Kikin to score, because I thought oh, he was yes. the best one. Yes. Kikin, Kikin Come stinks. On. Omar no, Bravo no, but that's stunk. Not, he was the best yeah. one. No, 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 no. But, 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 but look at but look at what La Volpe did with that talent pool. And and, and that game against Osorio, Osorio might have sorry, but they, Osorio, I mean, might, they Osorio might have Osorio might have the, the most talented pool of soccer players that Mexico has produced since probably the 90s. And he, he doesn't play in any style of soccer, really. No, he, he doesn't. He, I have to agree with Rigo, dude. He, he, he's, he's relying on individualities from these players that are super talented against inferior competition every single time. And the one time that we did play, you know, uh, competition that we thought was at our level – we got crushed, and now we're going into a tournament where we're going to play competition, which is slightly above us in Portugal. Or maybe we're at the same level as them, um, except for a superstar. But And, and this, is, this is going to be a real test of what he can do. You know, and it's unfortunate because Picolin was available, and he could have matched Ronaldo's thing, superstar only, per superstar stats. But, I was very disappointed. But the only thing that I was disappointed about that was, was, that he, was that he didn't put his pettiness to the side, and he did not take Guatemoc Blanco to the 06 World Cup. That's the only thing and, I was upset and, about. And he handled the media poorly. He handled it really, really poorly. That was probably his biggest downfall. Uh, yes, because 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 of that and Hugo Sanchez, they, they got him out because I thought he should have been able to complete an eight. He could have he, he would have been able to complete an eight year cycle. But you know you know what Rio on, on the whole Hugo thing. Not that I'm apologizing, but <laughs> but but the media would would search out Hugo. Yeah, they will go to the Pumas and ask him, and and they did the same. Uh, since you mentioned it earlier, muy triste, um, no. They, they did the same to to Bora when uh, La Puente was coaching, and the the media would always go to uh, La Puente and say, uh, you know, w- you know, ask him about something that was going wrong or they didn't agree with. But 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 La Volpe La Volpe is also a sinner in this too because La Volpe was also throwing stones when Bora was the coach. And, and 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 I and I remember people, you know, you know, 
you know, when when I was defending Unger for doing that, I said, well, well, hold on, hold on. La Volpe not a, is also a center in this. I remember, po- you know, taking photo. You know, I had to go back to the Citadel, look at my, you know, <laughs> look, look at my, uh, my look at my my archives <laughs> here, and I was able to get, you know, uh, uh, from Pino de Esquina magazines. I was able to get quotes from La Volpe, just you know, trashing uh, trashing Bora and, and stuff like that. So. You know that that whole thing. Well, you know, Laval or Ugo, you know, also talk trash. Well, yeah, what's his name? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I, I I can't speak to the stuff that happened in the in 1998 because I was like 12. Um, but I do know that I do remember that the pressure from the media and Ugo Sanchez was the reason that Laval got fired at the end of it, or it was let go. After no, 2006, he was done. He was he was never going right. to come but, back. But they should have renewed him. Well, here, here, here's the thing. You know, it, it had nothing to do with Hugo. La Volpe was let go for one simple reason. Mexico Mexico was uh, – was they, they were the top seed in their group. They were, <clears> they were the top seed in their group. Uh, and there was the first coach in over, what, 30 years that went through a, uh, through a cycle – so they expected a little bit more in terms of you know going out of the uh, <clears throat> go, going to the fifth game in the quinto partido. This is the stat you're looking for, Ron. He never won a second round match outside of Mexico. Exactly, and that and that's kind of what uh, he, he even choked at the Gold Cup when and it was who was okay. it? He lost to South Africa or no? He, he lost, lost to South Africa and then the Colombia in Houston. Yeah, the Colombian team, like the like a third string Colombian team. Yeah. <laughs> So like a couple of baggage handlers they found in Barranquilla on the way up to, on the way to the to the town. <laughs> hey, you guys want to play? No, no, they were yeah. But uh No, but I will say this, and I do give Love Open credit for this. He did set up he did set up a, a, a style. Now good or bad, effective or not, the team knew what they were going they what what they were playing for. I don't sense this in this team. Uh in terms of you know Osorio and and I thought it was kind of cheap you know what's his name uh, with with uh, Chicharito basically hyping up you know Osorio as to what he's trying to do with the team I, I'm not really buying it you know? we, we need to run and you, you know one thing a lot of people forget just how long a lot of these players have been together a lot of them are going into their third fourth World Cups yeah. I, I mean, I mean no matter who the coach is, they they know each other already. Just yeah, from. yeah. I mean, this this should be. I mean, in all, and I wrote this earlier this week. If if not now, when? I mean, because you, you guys are right. This is their golden generation, and 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 this is when they're supposed to be peaking in, as in in, in in their career arc is you know between twenty seven and thirty. It, it is. It, this, this, is this, this is this is the best generation of this is time. It. And and it's funny because they you need know, to prove it. They need I to have, prove it. And I had to, you know, and I haven't posted on on our, on the Facebook. But going back to like you know, you know the whole Google thing, you know, uh, uh, one yes. of the one of the things that you know that Google had going against him was that the team was in a transition because you just finally got rid of the Borghetti's. You finally got rid of the uh, of the Cortemos man because you you basically were going out. The 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 the, the Pablo Sanchez they were either on their way out or they were already out, 
So at that time, you start, you had a young Giovanni Dos Santos. Yeah, I mean, they were 18. Lot. They were 18 when they played you, on Gunas. You had, you know, a young Hector Moreno. So you, you had a, you had a bunch of new teams, like six offensive players that really had no experience playing together at, at, at a professional level. So, I mean, that's what hurt Hugo then. Uh, and, and as opposed to now with Osorio, Osorio has everything on a, on a, on a golden platter. And I'm not saying this just because I want to see him fail and say, you see, he, he, he had more, you know, he had a better tool and, and he sucked. No uh, disrespect, but I'm gonna I'm gonna disrespect you right now. You I mean, I, I want I want Mexico to I want Mexico to succeed, and I want, but it just doesn't seem like Osorio is the correct person that's gonna do that. And 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 I would I would I mean I want him to prove me wrong and win the confederations. Now y'all have to remember that he was what the fourth choice, fifth choice on the list when they got rid of uh, Piojo. A lot of people ask for Piojo to come back, but they also don't forget that he struggled in the Gold Cup. And if yeah. had, it not, had it not been for for some you know terrible refereeing in that semifinal, Mexico wouldn't have made it to that final and won it. So when people when people it seemed like Piojo had also gotten stuck in, in what to do versus these CONCACAF teams. He made he made the cardinal sin. Of basically mixing politics, because once he did, once he did that, the press turned on him. It was all over for him. That that was that was his sin. They, then you started seeing paparazzi taking pictures of him, you know, at uh, you know taking you know eating or drinking you know wine. At, but at the, the reality, Ronnie, is is that we knew just because of, of who he was back then, we knew that it was going to end like that for him. Yeah. But not the but, politics thing, but, but his mouth was going to get him in trouble, and then that's but, ultimately what happened. But but here's you know here the, the good the good thing about uh, Piojo is that he didn't leave because of results, and you know the the fact that he's in America is because the the fans wanted him back, and like Rigo said, the fans want Piojo back. You know Piojo didn't leave because he sucked, but or, or but he, he did have a really mediocre goal. You know what? People, what people, the, what people forget. People, people remember that he won and then he got fired afterwards. You know, yeah, I don't really, Mexico, I don't really Mexico blame Piojo for that for that Gold Cup just because of the fact that, uh, I mean, that thing was start started in July, right? The gold that that. But gold, but hey, it was, it you was know, but, the calendar and their players haven't been playing for two months. John, John, you you also said in one of those games it wasn't horrible officiating. Those were clear penalties. Oh, absolutely, they were. Yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah, I mean, I want, the one where the, where the dude was falling and oh, I didn't hit it with my hand, but I really, I really knew exactly what I was doing when I was hitting it with my hand. Yeah, so, and so you know what? what? If you if you see the other feet, if you because because the feet have the different camera from they have the cameras from the different sides. See, in the Mexico feet, you can see clearly that. Oh, he, absolutely. T- but but in the U.S. feet, the, the, I think it was a Univision feet, and the, and that's one with the uh, commentator making a big deal about how. You know, the game was being stolen and all that. And, and just harping on because you had FIFA gate on top of that, you know, and uh, which which I had a friend of me texting me. And I'm like, do, do you really think Kunkakov's uh, going to start trying to do uh, more crooked stuff, you know, when when you have the whole everything being uh, yeah. uh, watched with, you know, closely? You but, know, and, but, and, and you're right, Joel. And then there was, there was it the Tebasteca feed? Yeah, 
Yeah, the Tebasteca movie clearly showed that the dude was – yeah, he was he was falling down. He, he even but, looks at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He looks at it. Oh, there's the ball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, tap so, it away with my hand. He knew exactly what he was doing. So, I mean, I, I understand that the controversy that, you know, that they had is, as far as the officiating, but they, I think they blew it out of proportion. They, they, they blew it out of proportion, especially after the know-it-up and not. And I think, I think that's one of the things that really screwed up the, 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 the psyche of the fan is because, you know, the, ah, the know-it-up and the know-it-up and because of the 2014, uh, Robin, you know, uh, penalty. Yeah, but you know what that word? Cause, cause, uh, the whole victim thing. Yeah. So, so then, yeah. you know, so then, our, you know, our rivals started to use that against us that, you know, no, no, it up and not, no, it up and not. And, and it just, it just, <laughs> that guy's a character. So I, I think that's, it just, they just blew it out of proportion, you know. Uh, damn, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Talking about, no, it up and not. Damn, John, you, you tend to distract me with those. That wasn't me, dude. You had to blame chickens on that one. <laughs> That was not me, and and frankly, frankly, I. Uh, You're upset. It wasn't you. No, I, I'm. I, I, I resent after. You stand on my body. See, qué carajo tengo que hacer? I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, Piojo, I will say that he wasn't playing good in the Gold Cup, even though we can't fully blame it on the refs. Uh, it wasn't looking too good for him, but you know. Yeah, but you're not gonna sack him over over one tournament. No, he wouldn't have gotten he wouldn't have gotten sacked. Obviously, um, but my my point is just that you know he, the team wasn't no. playing great. Right. You know, when, hey, when they won, but they weren't playing great. Greece won a, uh, but, but Greece I, won a Euro Cup playing crappy football. You know, so it's that, not, so by that logic, Mexico is gonna win the con, con, the confed, right? So, so, but but it was <laughs> it was over politics, like like Ron says, because. Uh, who was that assistant? It's Vance's assistant. I forget his name, Paco. What, what's that? What was his name? He ended up coaching Chivas. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paco, Ramirez, the, the, Paco, Paco Ramirez. Paco Ramirez. Frankie Hayduk. Yeah. Right on the face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Frankie Hay, dude, on the way out, man. And uh, that nothing happened to that guy, man. <laughs> he was suspended three games. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't see why. I think that they used to wear mascara. Fired. I don't think he should have been fired for being political. Or for slapping Martinelli upside the head. But, but the thing is, the thing is, with, with him getting political, well, the, he, it's he illegal. Did, he did, it's illegal. Yeah. Which I think is stupid. I think you know, you have a right to you know support who you want, and and and, and you had La Pioja messing up, you know, tweeting about the national. They didn't, they didn't do anything at the time when he when he tweeted it. They didn't do anything. I, I know, so, I know, but but the thing is, it's like you know, if he would have, if he would have supported. No, he he. The other he had if to he would have the music for, for if he would have supported if he would have supported the, the 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 candidate of the uh, choice of the you know the most to the media, nothing would have ever happened with 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 Piojo. But again, he he made the card. I I, I, dis- I disagree. I, th- I think that the fact that the fact that it was illegal, I think, was uh, was the beginning of the end for him. I mean, you know, they, they could have. They they got you know Ch- you know Chelis and Chelis from from ESPN. I'll tell you what I follow me. I don't think he's tweeted in like in like nine months. Or, or I think more. he learned his lesson. Yeah. But like for example, like for example, Chelis and Chelis is a no a no nonsense guy, and he makes it known that you know he doesn't see the big deal about you know about promoters and he doesn't see a big deal about uh, about the. Uh, well, he sees he, it as a business. 
El PRI, you know, okay. and and the the and the press the press gets all sanctimonious and attacked him for it. It, it, you know, when he when he back you know a couple of years back, and I just I just think that you know that was to me going back you know Herrera's original sin of of doing that, but I, I'd rather have Piojo back with the national team than than Osorio, even even if Osorio even even if Osorio, uh even if Osorio, what do you call it, uh, does fairly well in the Confederations Cup, I just, I just, you know, and, and I don't, I don't hold it. You're gonna, you're him. gonna move the goalpost. No, no, no. One I more. Oh, I mean, he's got to beat Panama next no, season. No, 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 no. Like, for example, I can see Piojo doing this. If Piojo, for example, takes on the national team, he'll, he'll do, he'll go another cycle. That's, 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 that's what he wants. That's what he loves. You know, I, the, the, I, the way, the, I, what I feel, the way I feel about Piojo is that he is the one coach of all the coaches they've had in really ever that wants that job. Like, it, like the, in his mind, that is the greatest job he could ever have. Exactly, and he thinks that he can win with those guys, with his guys. And I think for Osorio, and like I said, I don't hold this against him. Obviously, I think he's just using the national team as, as a, a stepping as, as, as a stepping stone. And I don't blame the guy. I understand why. But as, as 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 a Mexican fan, I, I I think I think that you know Piojo is the right guy because, like you say, that's the, for him that's the ultimate job, and and he'll treat it. He goes, if you give him the national team for twenty years, with delight, he'll do it for twenty years. Yeah, he he could be our uh, our, our Washington Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I that's that's my thing, but. Well, here, here's what needs to happen then, Ronnie. They're gonna say, "Look, dude, you know, you're say yes, you'll coach the team, but but after the mundial, Tuca, you know, you you got us the you got us the Confed Cup in the first place. You know, we're not gonna give you know make you do any 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 games more than we're legally allowed to do. No extra moleros, and uh, go go coach a World Cup. Be great, and then yeah, I'll do the other stuff. Tuca, yeah." John's a big Tuca fan. I'm a Tuca guy. I have to understand. Tuca and I have had a. I know. I know. You, you, yeah. Yeah. You guys have a long. I've, I've been crushing on him since I was like, you know, eight or nine. He, he was a great player when I was a kid. Not as not as bad as 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 our as our other panelists crush on uh, on Cristiano though. That's. Uh, I mean, I I crush on control. I I crush on Matias Almeida, but I get it. And La Volpe. Matias so, Almeida, so Rico, Matias, let me ask you this: Matias, Are you going to start doing the, the Matias Almeida look? Are you going to Are you going to start supporting the? the no, the my Matias? hair, my hair. I'm I'm already too old for that. My hair has uh, already started to thin out, so I, you know, I can't you know, do that. I mean, if you were that. a real fan, you would get the back wig. in like back in like '06. I had the long hair like Rafa, but now I can't I can't do that anymore. Matias Almeida looks like he belongs like in, in Onda Vaselina, you know, one of those '90s groups, you know, it's like Onda Vaselina '90s pop singers, yeah, Caballo and stuff like that. But if Matias Almeida, if Matias Almeida was coaching the national team right now, we would have proper fullbacks and good tactics on the field, yeah. and and probably a more dynamic team, with, yeah. especially with especially with that talent that we, that we have out there. I don't think he will get the team now. I, no, he, he won't. Gets he it, won't. it will he be won't. after after, after like, the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, but don't you think Joel de Chapo would be better than Almeida? Oh man, don't don't get me started. <laughs> no, he he had his chance. I think he he needs to win another 
another liguilla to to show he got his mojo back to to break the curse. There yeah, is... you have to you have to be on fire to get the national team, and and right now Almeida has it. Yeah, he has, the... a, he has a touch. Yeah, he does. He's got the touch. <laughs> But I, 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 I do think I do think I do think Osorio is going to prove everybody wrong and win this. In the back of my mind, this is what's going to happen, just because nobody because nobody believes in him, and that's, that's what's going to happen. See, so so that, that to me says every, that, that he's poised for great success, and then then then, then I'll start hating him. It's like, cabrón. Yo me think este pinche ganar jugando ratonero or however playing whatever yeah, because Mexicans are used to people who hate it. Mexicans are used to you know we're supposedly you know a, a team that plays attractive soccer and we've always así, and and we've always you know never we've never won anything that playing that way. So finally, the one time that we're not playing that way is when we're going to win. But and of course, people will hate it. They'll hate it. We hate it now. I could, I could see him. We, we hate it now. We're sitting in first place of the World Cup qualifying. But I think, you know, the any success that happens right now, I think it's, it's based on those, the talent. Exactly. The talent. The talent, the talent is on And, and also how weak the region is. Yeah. But every, every other team in the region has is, for the most part, uh, experiencing some of their worst yeah. talent cycles. Yeah, exactly. And and it doesn't get mentioned a lot. You rarely hear it, people mentioning that. You know, like if you look at the U.S. right now, it, it's, it's what, uh, police, the best play, they're, they're best 18 year years old. old. Yeah, and then the Bobby Woods, like 20 or, and then uh, Panama, I can't think of a player that stands out, you know. Uh, or Honduras. Costa Rica. Or Honduras, Costa Rica, their best player is. Yeah, it's a, He's mediocre on on the on the national team. He's good yeah. on Real Madrid, and then he comes to Costa Rica and he stinks. Um, they, I mean, they the Concacaf is really experiencing a really weak uh, talent pool right now. Not that we've ever had a great talent pool, but we have better players. I think and I think Navas is overrated too. Everyone well, everyone hypes Navas. Oh yeah, he's super overrated. If you if you put if you put if you put, if you put Guillermo Ochoa behind that back line, exactly. He has that same success. It's just he has a he has a crappier agent is the thing than 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 Navas. So he went to a worse team. But that's that, another story. Uh, that is indeed uh, <clears throat> another story. All right. So what's going to happen then? So we'll. we'll uh, Will Mexico beat Portugal? Ronnie, is that, are they going to win? Lose, draw, what's going to happen? Uh, I, have, I have a feeling that they're going to lose by a minimum score. You know? So 1-0, 2-1. So they're going to lose, but they're going to keep it? They're going to keep it respectable. Minus one. Yeah. Which is, if you're going to lose, lose minus one. All right. Rigo, what? I, 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 think, I think the 7-0 ass-raping, I think that... Uh, <laughs> You know, there's a comment that Osorio made that, you know, one of the mistakes that he learned was that, you know, after it was like 3 nothing, 4 nothing, he just didn't really respond or react. So I think this time that, you know, if he notices that things aren't going his way, I think he'll, he'll, I think that 
will kick in and he'll be a little bit more defensive as to maybe maybe even bunkering for long extended periods of time. Uh, I think also part of the problem in that seven zero was there was no leader on that field. There was nobody. There was nobody. There was nobody like say in Mexico, Cuadra con huevos, like I, the way the way Rafa would. You know what? I, after you know before Cuauhtémoc, there was Aspe. You know, and and, and, and Aspe and and, and, and Hermosillo. Oh, well, you had a ton of guys. You had you had Claudio Suarez. You had Galindo, uh, fucking Barcelona Bernal. Who, they, you know, they all played with huevos. Don't forget the Sargento. But but the thing is, you know, with this crop, although I think they're extremely talented players, I, you know, and, and and no disrespect to Rafa, and no disrespect to Chicharito, no disrespect to Layun, but I don't, you know, I just think they're on talent and talent alone, they're just super loaded. But I just don't think that their Mexico has a player that can say, you know what, I'll carry the team on my shoulders. Only only Rafa, and he's you know fifty years old. You know, I I just I, I wish I wish we had another Cuauhtémoc Blanco. You know, I, I really wish. But I, I, so, so so like to me, that's what it felt like when we were losing when we were losing to to, to Chile, and we went down three zero. There was nobody out there that was you know. No, the you only know, guy that played with any, with any kind of huevos in that game was uh, Raúl Jiménez, and that was it. Yes, that was it. Everybody else, they fucking gave up. Yep, and and the thing is, do is there is is there a player on this team now? Because Rafa's not going to play because he's he's injured and he's hurt. He's old. Uh, is there a guy on that on that in in those twenty two other players that that que tiene huevos para pa levantar el equipo? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Know I think we're going to find out that Carlos Vela might might have that when, opportunity and possibility. When Brazil when Brazil got raped by by Germany in the World Cup. One of the comments that stood out to me was that Brazil didn't resort to any sort of like you know aggression play, you know kicking or or anti, you know what people would consider anti football. But the point that the, the that one of the announcers was making or one of the reporters was making was that that they that that Brazil just didn't have the same Brazilian you know spirit anymore of you know like okay you're getting your ass to beat but you're not even. You're not it's like you don't care, you're not even fighting for it. And and going to what you're saying, Rigo, is that you know, it seemed like nobody gave you shit anymore after after the you know, the, the scoreline was three nothing. It's like you didn't have any of that guy just you know, trying to lift up the players. And that I, I, I don't think I think that's that's what Mexico's lacking as far as I don't see that player in Mexico. I think they have the talent, but I don't I don't see that that leader. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a leader out there, like somebody that's gonna, you know, put the team on their back. Well, you know, Guardado's the captain, but it just doesn't seem like he's a leader. Uh, the one guy who would create, like, do things to put the team on his back was Tecatito. He's, he won't be there. Um, does anybody really know what happened with him? I mean, is, that, is, is it all speculation? Or? This, I think it's all speculation. Some people say that it's the, the, I mean, I think the media in Mexico is trying to play it that it is the doping. That he got caught doping, but I—I I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're that stupid. I think if if if, if, if he had gotten caught doping, that would have—it it would have already came out. Yeah. And how I mean, would he have gotten caught they, they, on Porto? They, they, yeah, they can't—they can't fake that. I, I think what happened was—well, I have no idea what happened, but I mean, if it was, you know, some sort of family emergency that they can't really talk about, then 
you know, let let him deal with that personally if that's what happened. I have no problem with that. Again, this ain't the army. They're not fighting for anything other than our entertainment. So I think it's okay if he and Beto's dollars something like that. fighting for Beto's dollars. That's right, because Beto did not. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't even pay uh, pay the, the 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 high prices, the high prices at the Estadio Azteca to. Uh, How much I were know. tickets going for? They were they were they were going for almost ninety dollars for that was the most expensive ticket. Wow. And Beto's a baller, man. He he makes that info sec money. Wow. Yeah. He he just didn't <laughs> want to sit with the commoners. He could have paid in bitcoins. Hey, do you think you can take bit, <laughs> bitcoins? What is um, the what is the Bitcoin to peso exchange rate right now? Chiquis? It's like twelve avocados. Oh. You know, that's that. I think, did he drop? No, I'm here. Uh, no, Chiquis is. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't motivated to go to the game. I was, I was so Chiquis, are they going to win or lose or tie? What's going to happen? Uh, prediction. Tengo miedo. <laughs> no, I think it could be a tie. A draw. Yeah. All right. So we have Ronnie loss. What do you go? I believe you said you said you said loss. I, th- right? I think we're going to lose. I'm hoping for a draw, but I think we're going to lose. All right. So your heart says draw. Your head says lose. Yes. All right. Okay. Dan. Okay. Sorry, I dropped off. Uh, daddy responsibilities, of course. Um, no worries. We're doing predictions thought, for Sunday. I thought you were calling yes. him Daddy. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> call him Poppy. <laughs> Uh, Bobby Duty called me, so uh, I'm I'm predicting a a two one victory. Wow! Yeah, I got faith. Dan, in bringing it. <laughs> Woo! That's awesome. Way to go, Dan! Two one two one win for Mexico over Portugal. I think I call. Oh, well, 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 we'll get to the caller after we get we, uh, we go through. Oh, he dropped. We lost. Can I add a little bit more context? I'm also yes, yes, please. A, a, a Vela goal and a Raufo goal. Oh, and, a Raufo. Yes. And a Ronaldo goal off a bogus phony penalty. A That's bogus phony penalty. Okay. I know we have a caller, but I uh, just want to get through these. Uh, when we get Joel, uh, Joel's prediction. Joel, what you got? Same. Uh, put me in the defeat camp. In the defeat camp. By the, by la mínima, or is it going to be more, more than nah, one? mínima. I'll say mínima. All right. One zero, two one, something like that. All right. Does Cristiano score? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll say yeah. He, oh. He'll get out the score sheet. Okay. Oh, if yeah. if oh, Mexico holds Cristiano scoreless, does Mexico win the game? <laughs> yes or no? Uh, only if we were like Guatemala or no, no, yes or no, dude. Yes or no? If Mexico holds, <laughs> no, no, no. Scoreless, do they win the game? So, no point. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like moral victory. No, no, dude. I don't do you moral. Mean the game? I am not you... an Aggie. I don't. I don't do moral victories. <laughs> no, no. I mean, look, look. Um, Portugal pretty much played the Euro Euro Cup final. Um, you know, if if Gignac doesn't hit the post, they would be Mexico-France. They could have. But, I mean, they, they played without him, and, and they still managed to win. So. 
That's true. He did get hurt, didn't he? I forgot about that. Yeah, early on. But didn't he come in? Or, or, no. or, or he couldn't watch right. He couldn't play. He couldn't play. That was Chiando, wasn't he? He's yeah. moral support from the bench. That's right. That's right. And then he's and then he went on and had the, the the craziest season I've seen. The, well, I've seen him have for sure. Uh, just uh, scored just a crazy John, amount of we, goals. We couldn't beat their B team at the World Cup. No, we couldn't. Ex- and we couldn't beat their B team beat their- ahead of the World Cup. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I just don't see it, John. Okay. But I hope I hope I'm proven wrong. All right. Who uh, who has joined us uh, here on the uh, Cantina Mekis podcast? Who uh, who do we have on the line? Hello, everyone. It's uh, Tomas from Chicago. Hey, it's uh, Tomas from Chicago. How are you, Tomas? It's been a while since we heard from you, but uh, but glad you were able to uh, give us a call. Tomas, uh, right off the bat, what is your what is your what is your your head tell you, and what does your heart tell you for your prediction on uh, on uh, Sunday? Evidently, my father is Portuguese. My mother is. Mexicans, so I follow both teams, and I hear you guys. You know, I share a lot of the same sentiments that you know Mexico, or maybe I'm in the, the camp that thinks that with the Osorio system, he doesn't really have a system, and he relies a lot too much on individual performances. Um, that's why I think the absence of uh, Tecatito is going to be huge because he's one of those guys that that shows up and makes those. Miracle goals for uh, Mexico, so now it's going to be hard for Bella uh, by himself. Um, and on Portugal side, you have Ronaldo and one guy. I don't know if you guys have watched him play. The guy that just got signed by AC Milan, um, Andre Silva. I think he can possibly make an impact too. But I mean, it's not like Portugal is a offensive juggernaut. So I can honestly see the game going either way. Um, a 1-0 victory. Uh, I'm going to say that Portugal wins 1-0. I don't think um, – I, I just don't have confidence in – I know Osorio keeps winning, but it's the, the quality of opponents that he's facing. Um, I wasn't too happy with the way he coached the USA game. I thought he should have played Raul. I just don't have confidence in, in Mexico at a larger stage against a bigger opponent to, um, to shine when it counts. So I'm going to say Portugal, 1-0, 2-1, something like that. Okay. Well, uh, I actually have been thinking about this all day, and uh, I do think that Mexico is going to get a result here. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Uh, and, and and it wouldn't surprise me at all if Mexico ends up winning the game. To be honest, with you. just just because of the fact that I and I yes I know Portugal and I know Cristiano and I know all that, but uh, and, and, and more to what Tomas was saying, I I just don't see Portugal being a, just a, just a dominant team that everyone should just you know you know bow down and you know play a you know a one a one eight one and just hang on you know just it's I, I think Mexico can play what has the players to play. I mean, and Mexico has guys that thrive in the Portuguese league. So it's not like they haven't played these guys before. I think that they match up very well with Portugal, actually. So, uh, again, you just have to limit the what's-his-face's moments of brilliance to, like, you know, under three, hopefully, and, and hopefully none of them go into the back of the net. So uh, that, that that is what I do think uh, will will happen. Now, next question. I feel like I need to turn the light on and start... Asking y'all interrogative questions. If 
Mexico loses to Portugal, do they make it out of the group at the end of the group stage? Joel. It, it might come down to goal differential. So I'll have to see how the other games play out, John. I don't want to venture Hopefully. too much into that. Look, look into your crystal ball, you know. Look, look at the stars outside in the clouds, and okay, you know, I'll, stick I'll your finger no. out there, and you say no. Okay, so I'll, I'll say no because rotaciones. So I don't even have to look at the crystal ball. If, if it does rotaciones, that's it. We we're we're not. I don't think we'll recover. It okay. also depends on how they how they play. If if it comes down to like a fluke goal, or if they play really well, but something happens. Um, and they and they lose. It's all about morale for Mexico. If they go in confident, or if they leave confident, even though they lose. So it's like it's it's like that old uh, Monty Python skit. I'm here as a site where they had uh, it was it was uh, you would have liked it, Ronnie. It was about it was about architecture. It was uh, it was architects that were hypnotists. Yes, I, hypnot- I, I I've seen that one. I've seen they that one. Hypnotized the buildings in the place, and the yeah. tenants had to believe in the building in order in order for them to. In order for the building not to collapse, so that the minute they started not believing in it, then the building would start to shake. <laughs> so, I saw that one. <laughs> well, we stuff. do, we do have that that one guy that Osorio hired, the Spaniard, the the head, the head doctor, the head doctor that is was doing some therapy work. Yeah, so they, they could do away with the head doctor and uh, hire some. Uh, some, you know, tacticians. Some sexy time. Oh, they're in Russia. Okay. I'm you know? sure. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm sure the golden showers in Russia are available <laughs> if they were looking for them. Just ask the president. The. Uh, I I I mean, obviously, uh, the, the game against uh, Russia will will determine whether or not they advance into the. Uh, into the the semifinal round, but uh, so so losing the Portugal uh, really is not that that should still be a prize out there for Mexico to have, uh, even if they lose this game. But now, Hoed is absolutely one hundred percent right that it's that is the goal differential is going to be the key because in all likelihood, uh, chances are pretty high that Mexico and Russia are probably going to be tied, possibly go or or, or you know going into their their game where. Whoever wins that game uh, is going to move on, but whoever ties it is going to. So it's going to it's going to it's going to fall on the tie. You know who who gets the win and the draw advantage, and that's going to come down to goal differential, I think. So it's uh, if if they do end up losing, they got to keep it like yeah, everyone's saying la minima, and then, then that'll that'll help. But if but if they lose by two or three, then I think it's going to be really hard for them to advance, and then that's when. The, but apparently, apparently the Russian team isn't experiencing their best. Dude, it doesn't matter. It's still Russia, and they're still playing at home. I think I think I think Mexico can beat Russia. Oh, they can absolutely beat Russia, but Russia can absolutely beat Mexico. You know that's yeah, yeah. You know, you know, as 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 much as people want to piss and moan about how Osorio this and Osorio that, you know, to me the, the reality is 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 in Mexico still Mexico. Then they're, they're you know they're just like Portugal, and they're just like. Russia, in the sense that, that that they're beatable and they can beat people, they're just they're just right there. So, 
You know, if, if they play well, then they have a really good chance of winning. And, and, and hopefully, he can, if he can get these guys, kids to play well, then you know, as far as I'm concerned, he did his job. Because, and we all know that Mexico seems to. Well, we all thought that they would, uh, you know, kind of raise their their animal when they play against the bigger teams, teams that have a different category than what they're used to, and uh, hopefully uh, that'll be the case in in Europe when they play in the Confed Cup. They play Portugal first, and then New Zealand, and then they end up with uh, Russia. I think it was like a, about a week. That's that's over the weekend, I think. Next Saturday or Sunday, I forget what the day is. I guess I could probably look it up. Chinkies, you know, you know what, what what days the games are? Yeah, they play the twenty first, which is Wednesday, against New Zealand, and then the twenty fourth. Twenty fourth, it's a Saturday. Russia. I need to get the uh, the bit from Snatch when. Uh, Cousin Abby is, is uh, trying to talk to Boris. Yeah, it's a good part. <laughs> That's good stuff. We'll have to, that'll be I have to make it like a, a special summer edition on the uh, on the sound lists here. Or the Pikings. The Pikings scenes were the best. Oh yeah, that was uh, that, that's a great movie. That is a great great movie, as I'm sure everybody uh, on here will attest. I kept when that movie came out back in like in '99 or 2000. I saw the movie because I, you know, I I, I knew that it was basically almost the same cast from uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Bar- uh, right. Barrels. It's a great movie, Guy Ritchie. And I and I kept telling him, as I kept telling my friends, I said, "Hey, dude, you got to watch this movie. You got to watch this movie, uh, Snatch." And you know, one of my you know one of my buddies like, "Yeah, nah, nah." Because he thought it was, you know, it was a porno. <laughs> he thought it was a porno. I was like, no, dude, it's it's a movie, man. No, it's uh, it's it's very well done. It's uh, it has a it has a fantastic soundtrack as well. So yeah, it does for you folks that uh, haven't seen it. Uh, Ronnie and I recommend Snatch, uh, Guy Ritchie film. Well, gentlemen, uh, we do have about 10 minutes left uh, here on the uh, Cantina Mickey's podcast. Is, uh, do we need to get into Chivas talk, Joel, or are we, uh, are we, are we, do we need to have a – do you have to have a, your, your, your cathartic there's, moment of – There's not much news right now on, on Chihuahua camp, no? aside from uh, another uh, lawsuit from Mega, Mega Cable, or what is it? Oh, they got sued, right? Did they get another they lawsuit? They sued again, yes. I did. I so did. we don't we don't have to peel any more onions, Joel. We, we, you're, you're you're okay when another layer doesn't have to come off. No. Well, I don't know if you know, Rodrigo, but 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 Joel, when on, during the season, the, you know, the, his his Chivas, it was like it was like a catharsis for him to just get it all off his chest during during the uh, during the podcast. You know, it ended up working out because they ended up winning, and, and 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 Joel, I think, is born again. I think that he uh, <laughs> he is. Well, uh, the, the, the other day I made a comment on Twitter, and I think Joel said that. It would be a good topic of discussion. And I said that the team that won the 2017 team, Chivas team that won, was better than the 06 team that won, but not better than the 1997 team that won. Oh, there's no way they were better than the 06 team. 
Yes, they are. I don't remember the night. There way, is no way. way more talented. No, up and down. First of all, the they may be more talented. The they may be more talented. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. There's a difference. Are they more talented or did they play better? Because the 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 I, the, 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 the 06 team was a much better team than the one that that won here. I I don't think so. Entraron de repechaje. Who cares? The 06 team. The, what do you mean? Who cares? Doesn't mean they're better. They did not play better soccer than the 06. Than the yeah, but they were a better team. team. I don't think so. I have to disagree. All you have to do is qualify. This year's this team. The, the real season starts when the when with the Liguilla, and that's this year's Chivas team seemed like a, a guys that were just like running around. I don't deny that that times Chivas looked looked really good. Yeah, there's no way. What happened? Back back then, who did they have? They had Bofo. Then they had uh, Ramoncito. Those are Omar Bravo, who stunk. Okay, I've always disliked Omar Bravo. So, well, he might have been probably at his prime at that time. Yeah, he was. He scored a lot of goals for Chivas. Probably the best keeper that Chivas has ever had. I mean, they were the base of the of the national team. Yeah, so you got to you got to five or six Chivas players started on the national team back then. I mean, they could be the base right now. If you really think about it. B team, they are the base for, the, but the B team, they could be the base for the, they could be the base for the, for the A, for the A team. I think that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's uh, uh you could start, with... you you could stop, you could start Chapo Sanchez and Aris and Aris Hernandez. No, on, on either on yes you could, yes you could, yes you could, and they would be a lot more. See, this, be is, a lot this, better. Is, this is this is your, your Chivasness coming be, out. No, no, they would Big be a time. lot better than whoever, whatever fullback except for Miguel Ayun that they put out there. You could start Orbelin Pineda. You could start uh, Rodolfo Pizarro. You know, there was a reason that Guti Estrada never got called up, as good as he was. I like it when it's Chiva contra Chiva. (laughs) (laughs) I think think of that, like, that energy of, of, uh, of, it's like, I think two, it's like from a cartoon. I don't know which cartoon it is from, like, two, two monkeys, like, about to fight on a ship or something like that. Two I'm, I'm, I'm pretty light skinned. No, I have to find the energy. I have to find the, find the energy. That's a new planet of the Apes coming out, man. This is, this is getting very dark. This is oh, getting man. very dark. I like the Chiva the Chiva. Like they just start fighting amongst each other. Unidos y divididos por la moral de la camiseta. Where do you find this stuff? <laughs> Dude, I didn't find it. I made it. <laughs> but like, besides uh, Orbelin, Pizarro, I mean, Alan Pulido, still yet to be to prove it, to, to prove Gallito? himself. Gallito, you, you tell me, Gallito can't play the center defensive mid spot for the national team. Not in front of when, he, when he already did it in the national team, and we don't have a true center defensive mid. Yeah, we do. Who? Molina? Oh no, Molina. Did he make? That? I don't think he made the team either. No, he didn't so make. Who, the who team is either. who is the true center defensive mid the team Mexico has? Who's who's going to be the one that's going to come in and, and shore up the team when they I mean, need who, it the most? Who at, at, of the twenty three guys he has right now? Who is a natural center defensive mid? They don't Nobody. need. They just need Jonathan. 
Yeah. But, 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 but Jonathan and Herrera have, have, have done great taking turns doing it. And Jonathan is... Herrera and Matt plays surprise surprise all and Jonathan, Jonathan plays it. Jonathan Guardado plays it very well. Jonathan is tenacious as hell. He is. But you can't tell me that. But all he has to do is play for his play Gallito can play. So wait, so when you Gallito, take, Gallito when, has been terrible for for three years, and then it just no. recently okay, but he, but, he just, but his his game just got up, and he played in the 2014 World Cup. We saw what three years since then. Yeah, well, so did and Carlos it, Peña, and you know he's they set the the has stunk for the last two years, and he's still playing. But Carlos in Europe. But Carlos Peña has a beautiful Jerry curl, though. That's got to count for something. <laughs> That's he does for have something. the best hair in Liga MX. There's no question. Got, got those curls. Oh, Jesus. He he does have the best hair in Liga MX. Got that soul glow. Yeah, dude. It was... Uh, Listen, I'm not saying that you, you need to start these guys for, for Chivas on the national team. I'm just saying see, that there's guys... The there's guys that, the gold there's cup guys that could start. There. But there, there's guys that could start there. And they would be playing but a natural dude, position. Do you honestly want to start... Sanchez over, over like a guy like Jonathan, seriously, in the tournament Gallito, like this? Gallito over over Jonathan? Yeah. No, but I wouldn't start him over Jonathan. I started but him over Herrera. Herrera stinks. Herrera has, has had one good game in two years. Herrera just had two had fantastic game games in a row. Against USA. I, I didn't hear that. I said, I said Herrera just had two fantastic games in a row. He, he did not have a great game against Honduras. Seriously? He had a good game against USA. He had a good game against USA. Uh-huh. I'll give you that. And then he has not had a good game since. Since 2014 World Cup. But he's been, he, he's been constantly playing there. And I think Gallito, Gallito Vasquez can... can well, didn't, could, didn't Hector Herrera also score like a hell of a goal in the in the Gold Cup that... I think was it against Trinidad and Tobago? I don't know. Who was it against? Yeah. He did. And then he also got one in a friendly against them too. Yeah, it was like and he hell came, Within two centimeters of getting another one Sunday. The other day, yes. Yeah. It looks like yeah, he played. He played well on Sunday. I'm not saying he didn't. Play and he well. played. And he played great against Honduras too. And those those through balls that he was throwing there were were exquisite. It's just too much of a risk. It's like four. Like he did like four or five. It was. It was. It was. It was. Just, it was. It was. It was outstanding. I just think it would not hurt the national team to have a true center defensive. Mid. Dude, they have one. They do not. Yes, they do. Who? Who? Are you kidding Papa me? Marcus? Yes. Papa I knew that's where you were gonna go. He can give you a solid thirty minutes. Solid. Then you know what? Who would you rather have playing the center mid if to protect a one-zero lead against Portugal? Who do, who do you think is gonna come into the game? Exactly. You think Rafa Marquez is gonna come in? Of course, he's gonna come in. If they're winning one-zero, even if they're losing one-zero, they might have to. He's gonna come in and play. Yeah, but he's the only leader that that'll still you have on that team. Well, then you, you know what? Need, then you need him to play. Yeah. What is wrong? With, why do people have such a bug up their ass about if if, if how long did Yeka okay, so if Rafa how long did Marquez, if you can have if you can have Rafa Marquez and you can have Carlos Carlos Arcido playing on the national team and he's gonna, he's going to be more productive than Rafa why would Marquez. you want to have him? What do you mean? He's just as good, if not better, than, than Rafa Marquez. He brings none of, nowhere near the leadership qualities that Rafa does. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He he, yeah, he was he was there with the 2012 Olympic team. He was there with the captaincy. He was, he, the was team. he was with the 2012 Olympic team. He turned down the captaincy for the night. He didn't want. What does that? What does that have to do with anything? The fact if that he that means he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't right, want to be a leader. If you're going to have a 36 year old guy 
who who can actually still play. But the, but the problem is 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 that is it uh, Salcedo's a terrible defensive midfielder. I think what Rigo wants is, is basically uh, the Chivas players to to go and buy that half Mexico half Chivas jersey and just line up. Yeah. On no, Sunday. I don't. If, if I, don't. I had to put in a defensive just, midfielder and my choices are Gallito and Rafa, I'll put Rafa in every time. No, are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Are you, he. You, you, you're wasting. You're wasting a guy who can only play for thirty minutes. That's what I'm. And you're also about. putting someone who's probably going to be a liability on um, on set pieces. With you, whereas Rafa so, is even so, a goal scoring threat still at his old age. Still, he's a also he's also a red card threat. He's also a red card. Threat. If 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 Ra- Listen, I, I love Rafa Marquez. I love Rafa. If Marquez, he can still he, play and he can still contribute, why wouldn't you not use him? But I would not. I would not start him at center defensive. I'm mid. not saying to start him at center defensive. Okay. I'm not saying All right. So what I'm saying is. So, but what I. So my whole argument has been that Mexico does not have a natural center defensive mid. So if you want to, if you want well, to bring him do. off it's the bench. He's not center defensive mid. Dude, what are you talking about? That's the position he's played almost his entire career. He played yeah, he center was, back. Was, he, he played he was center back. Yeah. He played center but back he, for the, mo- the majority of his career. But he and then he played, he played, and then he played, played center defensive mid. Right. Right, and but, he played both really well. So again, so John, is, is he, he starting? Is Marcus he doesn't have the pace anymore. He doesn't have the pace anymore. I mean, against, I don't. Is he going to start? Ugh. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he did. But I don't. I don't think he started. I don't, I don't think he's ready. I don't think he can do a full ninety. So I, I don't either. I, I, I think that he's a guy you bring in if you if you need to shore shit up. And I'm sorry, but there's no Mexico has nobody better than that to play at that level. It's, it's just it's just you know. It's, uh, he brings a coolness to the team, a calmness to the yeah. team that, that, that that's just not there when he's not there. Exactly. All right, gentlemen, pleasure, guys. You leaving us, Ronnie? I got you, man. I gotta get up early in the morning. Yeah, you gotta. Is it time to get the mayonnaise for the for the for the for the guac? He's gonna start working on the mole right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give me a free bottle of water. Hey, thanks for coming on, Ronnie. We'll talk to you next week. All right, later, man, guys. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, Mexico just doesn't have a guy like that. And if he's still available to you, and if he can still contribute, I don't see why, why you wouldn't want to. And I guess the way I look at it is just keeping in mind the way this coach likes likes his players. He he favors oh, he height. Over, yeah, yeah, he he likes tall players. So I mean, uh, and that's just gonna that just eliminates a lot of a lot of guys that even though they're maybe natural. Uh, in natural their position, backs, um, yeah. or, or natural midfielders, he's going to opt to say, hey, you know what? I think this guy will do good enough a job. And then, because I, I honestly think maybe he may not admit it, but I, at least I see that Mexico's best scoring chances seem to be offset pieces. So I mean, if that, that's that, going to be the route, scoring goals. I mean, that I think that's what I think that's what he wants to do. Is this he wants to win so, offset I mean, pieces? So, and so, I think so he, so doesn't, well, he, he doesn't. Want, like, he doesn't want to get I don't think he wants. He's not designing his offense. We can only score set pieces. I think that he's understanding that sometimes stuff ain't going to work, and so we have to work on set pieces, and that's what they've been doing. I mean, I, I mean, I every, also, every I also think so. He, I, I, like, I don't think um, he designs his teams to not get beat on set pieces. And I think that's that's part of it. Is he's that's trying a huge to play, part of it? I he's think he's trying to take away. He's trying to take away the opponent's strengths. And a lot of a lot of teams, Mexico players are taller, bigger, and 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 that's what he tries to take away in playing all tall players. Yeah, I think he sees that as being like the Mexico's biggest biggest liability is is their yeah. their lack of size and and their their vulnerability on set pieces. So, 
it's clear he addresses that in almost every single position where he can get where he thinks he can get away with it. I think that's why he lines up with a lot of times with four center backs because he's more concerned with that part of the game where they I, could add that, value on those plays and then just hopefully think, have enough. You know, I'm curious where, to see the uh, uh, if, if the ratio of goals by set pieces on uh, in that like official national team games. Like, like the percentage, how many goals they score from set pieces to how, how much it is like for, for a club in a season. If you know, are, do they score a lot more set pieces in, in national team play or do or the clubs, you know, what, what percentage of the goals? I bet you the national team goals, I bet you would be not a little bit higher, but I bet you it would, it would be significant enough to go, oh, wow, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, I, th- I think that that's part of why we don't see a style to a studio is because a lot of his tactics are, trying to take away the opponent's opponent's strengths. And it takes away from the team's tactical ability, maybe. Um, and I think that's why we don't see it a lot. It's because he's, what, he's re- what he's really trying to do is neutralize his opponent. But we also have to keep in mind, though, like where I think I'd be more upset about him not go- lining up a true fullback if we really had an outstanding fullback. Which, but I don't think we do. I think everybody that 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 plays the that position naturally is. I don't think they're they're okay up up for the, for the international game. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think they are. They're good enough. They're not Salcido in, in 2010. Exactly. I mean, I think we have Laiuta, and that's about it. I don't trust <clears throat> Paul Aguilar. And even he's iffy at this point. So, like in that sense, I'm like, is you know, it... if we had a bunch of players that played that were that were good, I'm like, all right, you know, what are you doing? But so in that, I, would, I kind of I would like going to see. To I would like to see Chapel Sanchez in the national team because he plays that position very well, and it's evident because whoever is playing on the wing in Chivas has fine success because he's able to get very deep on on his side of the pitch, and he can he, and he can recover back if the team if the other team is counterattacking. So I think like something like that would have helped, and it was evident because when Gallardo came in. It, it and he would make those runs behind Chucky or whoever was on the left. It would then open up one-on-one uh, man marking. Where before, when when before that, that happened, Chucky was playing against two guys every single time he got the ball. I mean, again, he's not Osorio's not playing for to his team's strengths, but more to neutralize the opponents uh, the opponent's strengths. I wanna I wanna add something to what Rivo said because I I did read a quote from Osorio. It was a while back, and he he admitted to that. Um, but I and, and I and I talked with John about this. I apply more to the Wooden John Wooden school of thought on on focusing on on your own strengths and what you could do better instead of the other team. So I, I do feel that that's one of the weaknesses under Rosario. Instead of focusing on on how the team can be better, he he'll try to counter the other team. Got another caller. Shut your mouth. Do we really? Yep. Who's on the line? This is Ray from Milwaukee. Ray from Milwaukee. Thanks for coming on, Ray from Milwaukee. Is it R-E-Y or R-A-Y? It's R-A-Y. It's really Raymond, but whatever. Uh, What I always feel is uh, I I thought that he should have went out with a 4-3-3 that featured Ariba Peralta, Raul Jimenez, and Chicharito Hernandez. Because that night that they played each other, 
at the, in the Pasadena, they looked like they were amazing with their three with their uh, through balls. And they would have been able to break that three-man back line because they would have made multiple runs inward. And you still would have had a dramatic player like Carlos Vela playing out there on the right. That's a pretty good point. Not a very good yeah. Not yeah, a- actually, uh, I, I would love to see uh, if if Chicharito has to play, then put Jimenez Chicharito Vela out there. But I honestly would, at it, this point, it, would actually pick Raul over Chicharito to start. I would pick Raul over Chicharito, too. I think he's a lot more suited for the international game, which is, I know it's shocking to say because Chicharito but- scored so many goals, but... The biggest blunder is that he kept Raul Jimenez and Mariba Peralta on the bench. I mean, that's how bad he got. Bruce Arena is not known to be a tactical genius. And when you get out-coached by Bruce Arena, you're not a good coach. Uh, he's like uh, Coyote. And, you know, and we all see what happens. The Roadrunners still beat them. I mean, I thought, I thought it was a mistake to not have another striker, especially when USA was pretty much – when, I mean, well, when, Cheech, when Cheech was pretty much playing up against three stri- th- three defenders right. by himself. Yeah, it was just uh, – right. and, 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 and to me, the, the, the biggest uh, – and, and I know what he was trying to do, but but but, but Chucky, if you're going to bring play Chucky, bring him in at halftime or bring him in the second half. He's not you – know, he's, he's not a 90-minute guy. Yeah, he, it's not just that. It's uh, – you know, he uh, – unless you're going to play to what he can do well, then he might as well not even be out there because – uh, to me, it just it's uh... so. So, John, what do you think? Uh, they should line up uh, Bella, Cheech, and and Raul, and then uh, take out Cheech at some point in the second half and bring in Chucky, and then slide a uh, Raul. No, I would I would I would leave all three of them and just bring in Chucky and, and let him play. The, you know, let him play in the midfield. Oh, right. Yeah, I take out like Guardado for for Chucky. I mean, because yeah. if you're gonna do if you're bringing Chucky in, then you need to score a goal. Wow. So, or or if you're winning, then yeah, if, if you want to just get, I guess it I depends thought, on the I situation. If USA, they're winning, yeah, go ahead and switch them out for Chicharito. But if they're losing, you're gonna to want to add them to it. I thought against USA, you should have gone out with a three-five-two. Can I just bring up one other point real quick before I hang up? Yes, please, Ray. Okay, uh, that I've seen uh, less talented teams go into the Azteca when they're out coached uh, and win. This U.S. team could have won. It was there. Everything was there for them to win, and they didn't win. So I don't understand why they're so happy. Thanks, guys. Good night. You know, that's actually I mean, a really I, good point. I, Thank you for calling, Raymond. And I, I was uh, talking actually to a buddy of mine about this. I thought the U.S. missed a huge opportunity here to take back the upper hand in this rivalry. Because I mean, I, I felt like, I, I felt like a, very Arena put out a weaker lineup than, than he did it in, in But, but even with Trinidad. a weaker lineup, I thought that they had that that they could have they could have really, won the game. Yeah, yeah, if they really wanted to press, I think that they could have easily gotten a second goal. And I think that, well, you could easily spin that also, John, and say, hey, "Well, that's a pretty non-typical Mexican response is to come back from going down and not not imploding." That's true, and uh, you know, and, and watching the second half, and it wasn't. I mean. You know, I don't think the U.S. We were I mean, they were making some really, really good plays on the on the end line where Mexico, you know, didn't get a chance to. Complete I mean, there was that, wasn't there, like was, that, there was that Bradley stuff. shot that hit that hit the that hit one of the one of the uh, posts hit the outside of the post. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, it was going out. 
either way. The second, half, the second <laughs> half, they were pretty much just sitting back the whole time. They pretty much gave up. And then at the end of the game, uh, Arena was saying that he wanted to actually win it. They didn't, they didn't seem like they wanted to actually no. win it. Yeah. I think Ray had a good point where that, that guy's no tactician. He's no great coach or anything. He's just like a coach from the 2000s where the U.S. didn't have any talent, so their only recourse was to bunker. Yeah, I think he knows what he has in players. I think I think he's definitely capable of coaching in a different way. I think he knows the players that he has, and he's gonna you know gonna play him in a way that gives him the best chance of getting a result. What do you I mean, mean? What's that? I mean, he played Beasley. <laughs> yeah, they they just gave up the second half. I think they could have tried to continue what they were doing in the first. Um, they might have got scored on, but that's the way you win games: is you take risks, right. push forward a little bit. Yeah, that, that was. Uh, they they, they I did, But I I don't think the U.S. is really apt at um, getting goals from open play. I mean, their their goals are going to come off uh, not set even plays open, and and and, mis- and mistakes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like not even open play. Like th- that run that that going forward that Bradley did for that goal that he scored. They didn't do any of that the second half. Very very few times. If they would have continued just just a little bit of pressure or going up, maybe one or two players. Yeah, but yeah, but the other thing that they were doing, they paga la secadora. They were, uh, especially at saying, I mean, they weren't even bothering to go even up to the midfield stripe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it just it just it just didn't make sense because I mean, I always this game I I, I thought was. Uh, it was it was just not a good time to play this game. It was a trap game. I thought I thought that they were going to catch Mexico napping. Honestly, uh, I I was last week when I said it was going to be a draw. Uh, I, I, there was a really good. I just thought that Mexico had a chance to lose this game. I thought that that would be absolutely devastating for them, just because of that. Uh, you know that that strong constitution that the Mexican players seem to have when they uh, lose games like that. You know they react so well, but. Uh, yeah, so. I think right now maybe I'm a little delusional, John. I, I honestly think that the result was largely circumstantial. Um, if they don't make that mistake, I think the game goes in a much different direction. That's why I, I feel kind of decent about our chances going into Portugal, going against Portugal. Because I think if you look at the last couple games after the, the Serbia match, there's been signs that, that, that the team is, is, uh, is showing signs of, of being a little more cohesive. And 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 the el ambiente seems to be very very good. Uh, contrary to what a lot of people were, were speculating, and these guys are at their absolute peak. So yeah, I mean, why why shouldn't they why shouldn't they win? Or I mean, it shouldn't be that far fetched. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 this should be their 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 time for them to make their run. If if they, if, they, if, they, if there was ever time for a Mexican team. To make a run, it's it's these guys, and they seem to be drinking the sodio Kool Aid now. So I mean, they, and that's that. I mean, you guys can attest uh, to that. You know how key that was in yeah, allowing that made that to 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 get get his trophy is is the players buying in. We've seen what happened when uh, with 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 Kool Aid too. We've seen the the strength that Kool Aid had when when Profe came back from Pachuca. Don't forget so. So 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 Kool Aid is a very powerful elixir, as as we, as we all know. It is. It is. I don't know if you guys uh, are on your Twitter feed, but John Sutcliffe just announced uh, 
Guardado has signed with LAFC next year. So that's going to be a false report if it's Sutcliffe. Sutcliffe and Hercules Gomez are the ones that are tweeting it right yeah, now. Are they, are they saying he will announce or he would? The tweet is, Andres Guardado to play LAFC next year, a four-year deal for John Sutcliffe on Football Picante. Well, good for him. He's going to PSV also, I believe. When he, when he says next year, what does that mean? Like a year from now? Like, like, like he'll the start next... playing like in April, like 2018? Yeah. Oh, yeah. will join him soon. So probably after the World Cup. Or Vela. I hope not. After the World Cup, that's fine. He's going to be done. He doesn't have another. Oh, no, no, World no. Cup no. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Cheech. I'm close by, so I, well, I do. I think so. similar to him, he doesn't have another. He doesn't have another World Cup in him, I don't think. Uh, no, I mean, the, those, these guys are all reaching the, the end of their European career. You just don't want them to go to MLS? No, I don't want them to go to MLS. I would rather have Cheech come over back to Chivas. I want these guys to cash in as much as they possibly can. Yeah, man. They deserve it. I mean, I think Cheech can cash in in Mexico as well. I mean, th- there's always going to be a place for him to return to Chivas, even if, it, if he's an, an old, like, rickety old want, man. You don't want the drama that comes with it, dude. Like, you come to L.A. You get treated like a god. Like, yeah, they get the glitz yeah. and glamour, man. They, they, I mean, that Denny's commercial. They, they, they go to look, look at Geo, man. First that Denny's commercial is something else. What? You know, it makes me, it really makes me, makes me want to go to Denny's. I'm not gonna lie. Those <laughs> it, it makes me miss my my young bachelor days of going out and and eating at Denny's at late night. Go with go with Rafa, do you get his early bird special? <laughs> yeah. But I think I think there is going to be an influx of these guys returning back in the next year or so and Mexico needs to start pumping out more players back out to Europe more young guys back out to Europe to me if if you're going to go to Europe you better go to an opportunity that's going to be better than what you're playing in Liga MX well you know speaking of Europe then there's no point it was a pretty busy week in that aspect that we have a guy now at Roma I am um, really excited about that. And that's you know, pretty. That's pretty dope. Because if he doesn't break his leg uh, against Holland, he gets a monster deal after after the last world. Because he was he had a terrific World, world Cup. Yeah, up, did, up yeah. until that point. I, I'm gonna have to bust a, pla- a bust a plastic fanboy move and 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 buy that jersey. The Roma jersey. Yeah, I mean, I need a reason. That's a dope jersey. <laughs> I love their crest. Not, I, I I've been. I have been drawn to Roma because of the uniforms since I was a kid. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's, it's yeah. I have that the crest, I have the, man. I have the orange one. That's a gradient orange, so like a red. You know, in fact, well, you guys really just draw out all this crap out of me for some reason. I don't know. Why. But when I first played the the FIFA game, the first uh, after Pumas, of course, the very next team I picked to, to to you know to win it all or whatever it is to do the whole season stuff was Roma. It was uh, it, it was fun. I think I had Guatemoc on that team for a bit for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> he used to kill it in that game. He was terrific. And then and then whoever his replacement was, you know, because he would retire, right? So they'd bring in some dude. It was it's basically Guatemoc, but it's like, you know, uh, like like Henry uh, Garcia or whatever. Just 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 totally random name. And it's uh, and, but it's still, I think it's, I had a uh, Chucho and Peralta starting for Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, Chucho Benitez, and I think Peralta. I think I had him. <laughs> so that was a fun game because got I got I did Roma, I did Flamengo, I did all these all these teams that I just you know when I was a kid I was like wow they're just such uh, such great teams. That Flamengo team in the early eighties well, that was when they had Sico and all those guys man they were woo, 
they were they they were uh, a lot of fun to watch. And another and another really cool iconic uniform to go to go with it. So has Chuki's tra- uh, transfer finally been finalized, or is that still still up in the air? I, th- I mean, it's, it's still in the air. Yeah, it's it's going to happen, and it's unfortunate. I mean, I hope that things work out for him, but uh, it looks good. like it is. It might maybe PSV still. So Manchester City is buying a piece. Basically, they're buying a piece of his contract, and that's it, right? I don't know. The last report I saw, or last tweet I saw, was um, that they were going to sell. Sixty percent of his rights to PSV directly. Right. I, I think it's and better for him to go to PSV. 40. So, like Mexican players don't really have success at, in the Premier League. I don't know if it's about the size or it just doesn't seem like, we, like Mexicans well, have had success in Premier. All right. I think Besides, Raúl would kill it over there. You think who? Raúl. Yeah, I mean he's a beast. And Vela, right now the way he's playing. Um, definitely um, Tecatito possibly although he doesn't strike me as a guy that's ever going to be a starter if he does go uh, to, to yeah I'm actually surprised that Tecatito didn't go somewhere yet I think it was the fifth high scorer on Porto yeah but he, I mean he didn't have some injuries but I mean he I mean yeah I mean if, if he if he's not going to have his breakout season then, then then Porto's wasting their time with him I mean, he's that they're gonna, you know. I mean, they didn't again. He's another guy that they didn't bring him on to play right, for Porto for ten joke. years. You know, you know they want to sell him. Well, not to mention China already offered him a, a bunch of money that and well, he and he nixed but that, that was, deal. Uh, Raul. Yeah, that was Raul. No, 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 I'm talking about Tacatito. Oh, I'm sorry, Tacatito. Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. No, but I, I mean, I do think uh, you know Raul. On the other hand, I think is. He has a he he has another one has a real a real opportunity for himself to. Uh, I think Porto are are, are strongly uh, invested in this Confederations Cup and hoping for the best for all their players. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I wonder, I wonder who they, who they're rooting for. They rooting for Portugal or are they rooting for for their boys to. Uh, well, they just sold their, their their best play, their best players, so I think they're rooting for the Mexican guys so they can sell them. Right. I mean, it, it sucks for it sucks for Tecatito because that this would have been a great launching point for him. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, he just, uh, he still just, has potentially the World Cup. So, yeah. no, yeah, I mean, he's only, he's only 24 years old. It's so, it. he's he got he's, he's already 24. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I thought he was like 22 still. Raúl's already 26. Yeah, Raúl is. Uh, yeah, it was just unfortunate the way his, this is going to be the best he's going to be. Yep. At least during the World Cup cycle. You're absolutely right. But he, but once he started playing again and started and started starting because he was injured for almost the entire year, he started scoring goals again. So he, uh, I mean, they obviously like him. He's pure class. When you see yeah. him and he's oh. on, my God, he yeah, he is. Woof. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's the one big guy that Mexico's had that that can handle the, the ball at his feet. Yeah, as well as as well as anybody. Absolute which is why stud. I think he needs to start over Chicharito just because I, I love or, or just keep them both on the field. You know, put Chicharito, uh, Chicharito out on the wing. I think him, you put both of them in there, and, and it, it just, creates nightmare uh, yeah, scenarios absolutely. for the defense. So the, 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 that's the starting three I'd love to see. It would be Vela and Jimenez and Chicharito. We each of them on the wing and Chich in the middle. Well, just let them let him or, or let him rotate. Let them, let them take turns. There yeah. was there was there was one time when they let them all three of them just rotate. 
I think that's the the game that the caller was referring to the the con the Duca yeah. game where they they were all yeah. just rotating on from side to side, <laughs> yeah. playing freely. Three, uh, yeah, three three on uh, strikers, and they were just kind of just playing together. Yeah, I remember everybody was surprised at how offensive Duca went out. Well, that's because uh, that week Duca asked his players, "Okay, guys, how do you want to play?" And said, "Let's do it four through three. Okay, it's great. Let's do it that way. Let's let's go out, let's go out and practice it." And then and that's. That that's how Tuca decided because his player said this this is how we think it's our best chance to win. So, God bless Tuca for listening to him. It's like, dude, we got three days. What what do you want to do? It's like a, it's like the end of one of those cheesy sports movies. We got three days to go. How are we gonna How are we gonna get better? We're gonna study all night. Did Joel drop off? No, Joel still is. No. Oh, okay. Well, gentlemen, it's probably a, a good time to, uh, to, to wrap it up if we're, if we're wondering whether or not we have panelists still on the line. So probably a good time to uh, to uh, say goodnight. Oh, I did notice that. You know, I got to – wow. Said he was wondering if a Roma jersey is coming double XL. <laughs> Hopefully uh, – Hopefully sure they do. But, but if that's do. a European size, that's probably only amounts to like a large here. Yeah, or like a medium. But you know what? It doesn't. I've seen plenty of fat guys in Europe uh, squeeze into them, so I, I think they're stretchy enough, Serge. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have a, I have a large, and it fits. They're pretty snug. I remember when like when larges were in the were in the drawer. It was a it was a lovely time <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. Well, gentlemen, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So, uh, uh, one last question before we go. Uh, if, uh, Rigo asks you, if Mexico loses to Portugal, do they make it out of the group stage? Yes. All right. I think so. Dan, if they lose to Portugal, do they make it out of the group stage? Yes. And I know, Joel, you already said no. no. Chiquis? Depends on how they lose and what they're. No, no, it's a, there's no depends. It's a yes or no. If they lose to Portugal, uh, no. Make it out of the group stage. Um, no, no. So I think we can all agree that if they if 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 they beat Portugal, they're going to make it out of the group stage, right? So that's not a or tie or tie. Yeah, if they win or tie, even a tie, yeah, because chances are you know well, but a, a six points obviously going into Russia because you assume they're gonna they're gonna beat New Zealand. So Ronnie says no. Ronnie's gone. We don't. We don't. He's on the chat. <laughs> his his opinion. Yeah, man, oh. f that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, his, his opinion, unless it's unless it's in, it's in verbal form. He says, "Why, John? No, ask me." He's all he's he's just he's just uh, responding with his heart. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew Ronnie was going to say no anyway. Well, I thought I thought we did ask Ronnie before before he just like Americas, I was going to win the league. That's right. That's right. Well, I, I, I uh, you know, it's, uh, I do think that they'll make it out of the, uh, out of the group if they, even if they lose to Portugal. I think that this is the most inconsequential game of the three. I think that, that, that it is, it is the gravy game. If you, if you get a result here, great. Uh, you know, if you win, get a win, great. If you get a tie, you know, good. But if you lose, make sure you only lose by one. So. I think, I, I, I don't know. I just have trouble believing they're going to lose. I mean, Think of all the teams. I mean, it didn't affect them against. They're they're not they're they're very well accustomed to playing the host city, the host country. 
Um, they did the last couple times against Brazil and South Africa, and it didn't, and they were they managed. So uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I can't see why they would be that that's afraid of Russia. Where I, I oh, no, they wouldn't I be able to get a afraid of Russia at all. I'm just I'm just worried about uh, not necessarily the dark arts in the Russia game. I'm worried about just some some dubious stuff in the Russia game. That's what yeah, I'm no, that, that's obviously obviously a a, a, yeah. a, poss- a possibility, but uh, I think Mexico, this Mexico team is going to be able to s- s- overcome any of those kind of things. Right now, one one of the things that I've noticed about the uh, when they've had these uh, tournaments in, in non traditional uh, European kind of what I mean non traditional, not like the Italy's and the France's, Spain, England, Germany, Holland, etc. But uh, you know, over in Eastern Europe and the central parts here, like when they had the Eurocopa and uh, they had the the Austria Switzerland one, and they had the the Ukraine Poland one, and then they have you know now now the World Cup in Russia. None of those. I've, there was the first time in a long time where the host countries did not make it out of the group stage. Starting with those tournaments, I noticed it in the in the Eurocopa, and I want to say it was both. I can't remember if Poland or Ukraine made it out either. In theirs, and then. Uh, so it just it just seems interesting to me that that's that that's happened recently with uh, with the Eastern European teams, and you know let's face it, Mexico does play well against Eastern European teams in in, in tournaments anyway. So they got that going for them. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully Mexico get the result. Uh, you know, ultimately, uh, winning games like this uh, mean a whole lot when it comes to the FIFA ranking, and if they can somehow manage to get into the top seven, uh, but in, in the October, uh, 2017 rankings, then that would, uh, ensure them the opportunity to, uh, get that group seed, which, uh, would, uh, certainly help them in their pursuit to make, make a nice deep run into the world cup. So, uh, a, a, a tournament that's not necessarily very important in, in prestige, but a tournament for, for a country like Mexico, it is, it is vastly important in, and helping them get whatever advantage they can get uh, when it comes to playing the World Cup, which would be next year, again, in Russia in 2018. So uh, a big tournament for Mexico, big opportunity for them. Uh, they have their golden generation that we've, dis- that we've discussed. So, you know, hopefully it's uh, it's time for them to, uh, to, to, to see what they really can do because this is the point in their careers where they should have where they, they should be able to really show what uh, what they've learned and what they're made of. So hopefully uh, they'll be able to do that in Russia this year and then in Russia next year as well. Gentlemen, thank you very much for, for hopping on here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Really appreciate it. Daniel Preciado, always a pleasure. Pleasure as always, guys. Thanks, Dan. Chickies. Thanks for setting it up, and thanks to all our callers that uh, that called through through Cheeky's magic. He was able to uh, conjure up some callers. Thank you, John. Been good. Yeah. Hey, well, we should hear about uh, our, our Houston game here shortly. So. Oh yeah. Let you know about that. Coel, always a pleasure. Likewise, John. Yeah. Is, is 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 it still a cool, comfortable seventy-five degrees in LA? Could you make me make me feel bad? Yeah, it was rather hot today, but 
How hot? What 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 is hot for you? I'm just Oh I'm man, just I don't I don't know. I, I didn't check, you know. I think you got up to ninety over here today. Really? Yeah, there you yeah. go. But it's cool now. Well, that's just, oh, anyway, Hoyle, it's always a pleasure. We'll talk next week. Thank you, sir. Rigoberto, thank you very much for joining us again here on the Cantina. Hey, podcast. thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. You guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is uh, the Cantina and Mekis podcast. We're on every Thursday night live on YouTube on the Cantina and Mekis podcast page, channel, and of course, you can download this and all of our previous editions on the uh, I, the podcast center on iTunes and, of course, over on Google Play as well. My name is John Jagu. really appreciate it. Enjoy the games this week, this weekend, and uh, we'll talk next Thursday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you guys very much. We'll talk to you soon.